This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in memoriam of Jay and Uncle Buck, two proud patriots who died <laughs> fighting against the tyranny of a stolen election <laughs> this week in Washington, D.C. Their lives will be considered the first death, the Christmas addicts of, if you will, of the second American Revolution. And I just want to do another take just in case. Uh, their lives will be considered the first casualties of Civil War II. They were traitors to this country. Long live Commandant Biden. And may God have mercy on all of our souls. Here's what I don't get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly interstate podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Uncle Buck, from the red state of North Carolina. And with me today, you know him as, uh, I don't know, what do, what do people know you as now? You know him as unemployed. He's Tabbert. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> and also, uh, you know him as, uh, Tim, do you have a job? Also unemployed. <laughs> also unemployed. Tim the Handle Breaker. Just two Is unemployed guys <laughs> shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Yeah. Shooting uh, the shit. I mean, you could say at this point we're we're all in on professional podcasting. Sure, sure. Yeah. We're uh, uh, what's the what's the phrase I use when I'm around people that have jobs? Um, self-employed. Yes. <laughs> uh, welcome I'm back. A, I'm a contractor, Uncle Buck. Oh. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here one last time before my, <laughs> before before you, my incarceration. Before you uh, take part in the new, the second Boston Massacre. <laughs> uh. Well, so for future generations, today is what, the January 5th we're recording this? Yeah. And tomorrow, January 6th, this is going to be this massive rally in Washington, D.C. Uh, President Trump is like, hey, everyone come to D.C., this day, do it. He's made videos. Come on, do the whole it. Whole nine yards. <laughs> do it. So, uh, me being out of work at the moment for another reason, uh, which I'm, I might, I might get into here shortly. But I've got nothing but time. So I was like, well, I guess I'm fucking going to DC. Aunt Buck was like, would you please go to DC and get this out of your system and. Oh yeah, you know, you'll get it out of your system real quick. <laughs> trust me. I, I I have felt the same way when the healthcare bill passed. My dad called me. He said, he said, uh, "Hey, um, I think I have to go to DC. Uh, protest this healthcare bill." Nonsense. I think I have to and go I to DC. Like, yeah, that's the way you phrase it. And I said, I said, yeah, I was going to call you and see what you were thinking. And so we drove uh, straight through, got to DC, hung out at the Capitol, found some cheap motel. Slept, went out and protested the next day, and then I think we left that night, and then they passed a the healthcare bill, and it was just like, well, that was that was completely pointless. <laughs> um, so, so I, look forward to that. Well, feeling. That pretty much got got protesting right out of my system, much like this election got got me out of ever wanting to vote ever again. Yeah, uh, if 
if they can, if you can just like steal the election in three counties and, and that's the, how you win, I don't know why I need to go put my vote in for any reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, you and about uh, 80 million other people feel that way. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, but a lot of people will get, see, that's the thing. A lot of people get bullied into voting again by the bullshit media. That's constantly in your face and all your friends and family telling you, oh, yeah, you got to vote. Vote you or die. Go vote. vote or die. It's your die. civic duty, Tim. You <laughs> have to go vote. Me? You can't bully me, bully me into anything. Nothing. <laughs> Peer pressure does not work on me at all. I don't know why. Nope. I think tab, it was all those damn passes. Yeah. 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 Tab, 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 Tabert, I got to tell you something, man. Uh, only losers vote. If you want to be like the cool kids, don't vote. Uh, the only, the only Come on, vote, man, don't do it. Don't vote. The Stay only home. vote that I'm ever going to cast home, again pussy. is going to be out of the barrel of a gun. <laughs> it's going to be a vote for which politician dies first. Uh, let's see. Well, which one of you fucks am I going to execute here in the street? Uh, jokes on you. I lined up all your heads. One boom. You're all dead at once. Fuck you. It's like quickly down under, but on steroids. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a new so I'm year you're not going with me then. No, it's 22 hour drive. I don't have any money. I mean, if you could just make it to North Carolina, I could drive you the rest of the way. I, so get this. If I left, uh, if I left here right now, I would be at North Carolina at uh, one in the morning, which is when I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to record the show. So do it. Do do it. Not worth it. Get in the car. Uh, we're we're doing this mobile. We're fucking going mobile. <laughs> we'll do it live. Well, fuck fuck it. it. Yeah. I uh, know. Hold on. It's time uh, to go mobile. I uh, when when the when you get killed and the Civil War two breaks out, yeah. I'll be right there on the front lines showing you how it's done. But until then, I'm fine to shut the fuck up and like <laughs> let ungrown folk go be the first line of cannon fodder. Yeah. You think I'm ungrown? I think, I'm, yeah, I'm young. I think that all the people that are that are running out to go protest as if it's going to make a difference mm -hmm. are Antifa, the Antifa people who are going to go burn the city down if it doesn't go their way. And the Trump supporters who are going to get uh, attacked if it doesn't go their way. Mm -hmm. Basically, the whole problem is well, Antifa. Uh, I, I don't see what you what your presence there, what difference that will make. Um, my particular presence there is going to have a couple of different effects. One of which is I just, I have this sneaky suspicion and you can disagree with me if you like, that this is going to be one of those days that turns up in the history books, like the Boston tea party and shit like that. Woodstock. Like it's going to be one of those things where win or lose, it's going to, it's going to be like a, a moment in history. Like, Oh, this was the, when they finally defeated fascism and, Trolls, Trump supporters watched him hang himself from the steps of the Capitol building live, you know, or uh, this was when uh, Mike Pence did the wrong thing and millions of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol building and dragged everyone out into the streets in Minecraft <clears throat> or uh, or whatever, you know, whatever happens. See, I think I, just, I, I think this is the be there to see it. Ferdinand moment where everything that can go wrong will. Mm -hmm. And then we are thrust into a world war. Or a civil war. I mean, it's possible. Here's it's possible my take. It can't yeah. be can't be civil war two because Iron Man and Captain Marvel aren't fighting over an inhuman that can see the future. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and, boy. and James Rhodes doesn't die. So that's why I say it's it'll Unless be James Rhodes dies tomorrow, there's not gonna be a civil war two. There's going I haven't seen any of that, so Rhodey dies? In the comics. 
Spoiler it's alert. It's all comics. Yeah, Comic fucking talk. spoiler bitch. <laughs> Apparently they announced Phase 5 of the Marvel Universe, and I was just, I saw this Did on they, YouTube, I, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, I, who the fuck Why? cares? <laughs> oh, man. I uh, Anyway, it's a new year, 2021. I, I don't know what that means for anybody else. For me, it means almost nothing. Uh, I brought it in one week. It's an arbitrary measure of time that yeah only means well, anything thank you to- very fucking much neil degrasse tyson <laughs> it, it's uh everybody everybody being like uh it can't be any worse than 2020 was really annoying me because it wasn't the year that was the problem in 2020 yeah it was all the people in it yeah and all those same people made it to this one unfortunately so, <laughs> so it, the bullshit's just gonna continue despite china's best attempts could have killed them could have um, killed all the boomers couldn't do it didn't do it there was i read i read a story about a a congressman who died and it was like congressman who tested positive for the china virus dies of brain aneurysm i was like god damn it they couldn't take out one fucking politician not one politician yeah uh these Um, he's the only one too right yeah he tested positive that should be a china virus death because the politician no 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 no, that one's a brain aneurysm what is it not a brain aneurysm caused by the china virus now you can go on the news and be like china virus causes brain aneurysm because the wuhan red death is causing brain aneurysms you got to protect your brain everybody needs to wear a helmet and goggles and earplugs and nose plugs and a mask and a respirator and a cup over their balls and a fucking pickle shoved in their ass it's the only way to be safe <laughs> so says emperor fauci yeah well yeah. if you see um, that guy feel I, free to pummel him to death oh i pray to god i don't so here's my plan for when i get down there um i'm going to be obviously i'm going as just me as a person but also i'm going to take my uncle buck stuff so i'm going to have like my my maga hat and my shades and my black you tank top and, i don't get hat I could, I could. Um, actually, I've left it in pristine condition because I want to sell it one day, whenever it's uh, whenever it's worth a lot of money. So, so never. I'm, <laughs> either never or a well, very listen, slim listen, chance listen. of uh, if my of an eBay listing plan- of like uh, win your own, win your very own first casualty of Civil War II. <laughs> <laughs> So if my plan for tomorrow pans out, it might be it. Yeah, it could be very good, very lucrative for you guys. Um, That's why you should so wear the hat. <laughs> I'm, listen, just I'm working on it, motherfucker. So uh, there's going, there's you know, there's all these uh, right wing news organizations that are popping up now uh, in the void of like Fox News. You know, they they cucked out and all that stuff. Yeah, fake news, fake news. All these all these fledgling news organizations are popping up. Right side news, all the other ones. And they're really hungry to get down there and get like the the, the man on the street interviews. Um, there was that Trump rally yesterday, and they were out there at like four in the afternoon and earlier, like interviewing people. Like, hey, is this your first Trump rally? And they're like, No, <laughs> I've been to all of them or whatever. So uh, I was like, Oh man, what I've got to do? I've got to get out there in front of these cameras as many as I can get in front of, and I'm going to basically do wrestling promos. For every last one of them. So, and I'm talking like the voice, the Alex Jones voice, but I'm going to like point at the camera and be like, listen, man, I'm talking to you, Mitch McConnell. You better get in there and act like a real American today or else I'm coming for you, brother. You better get in there and vote, 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 or whatever I'm going to say, you know. You want to know what hard times are? Hard times is when the government has shut down your job and gave you $600 for the trouble. That's hard times, brother. 
and just see how much of a testicle I can make of myself while I'm out there. You got to call him by his, his wrestling name, though. Turtle face. The turtle. Yeah. <laughs> the turtle, oh, yeah. Well. So, uh, cocaine Mitch, I'm coming for you. We know what Buck's doing this week, Tim. What do you what have you got going on? Anything catch up? Any New Year's resolutions? Uh no, I I did spend New Year's uh with my friends playing Jackbox. Yeah. Uh the, there's a there's a new Jackbox. Oh, Jackbox you said Jackbox. Sa- yes. Oh, I thought you said Jack off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all sat in a, <laughs> sat in a big circle. Man. I heard uh, I I heard some stories in high school about that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. Uh. <laughs> It was weird. weird. It's like the baseball team guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "That's no, not gay." Like, yeah, it's fucking it weird though. <laughs> balls, balls aren't touching. It's not gay. Um. Yeah. No, we were playing. I. I can't. I cannot. I cannot recall the last time. Uh, I laughed so hard. Aside from when we were watching the uh, the one best of the worst, and with the coffin. The one with the coffin. It was the it was the best the worst. That was about. It was just that one movie. Wrong coffin. Like uh, diamond, your diamond oh, cobra lady versus yeah. whatever. Okay, I do remember that now. That one, and I fell on the floor. Yeah, we were cracking up at that one. Yeah, that was uh, that was stuff. that was the last time I laughed this hard. Um, uh, they finally, because this is the seventh one, and the first one I think was probably. People know the first one, or at least there's, there's, here's the thing. They make like two to three good to decent games in each one. There's five or six games in each one, right? Yeah. So like people know Quiplash, yeah. Drawful, um, and maybe like Fibbage. And they, they a bunch of those have had like sequels, quote, uh, in the other games. Um, so they finally make one that's just the good games? No, but they finally, I think they finally have one that is just as good, if not better, than all of those other ones. Ah. And it's called Blather Round. And it's so simple. Uh, I don't know how no one else has thought of it. Basically, you get a prompt and a, uh, you, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's a person, it's a thing, or it's a story. Story meaning it could be a book, a play, a movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, you get something in that category. And uh, you have a pre-picked list of very vague, um, like verbs and adjectives. You can ha- so you, your your first one will be this story is about a big problem. Um, How to fuck Dolly Parton the musical? <laughs> so you can make joke answer. That's the that's the other like genius bit is all the people that are trying to find out what it is. You can answer as many times as you want. Um, and you can answer anything you want. Clear, of course, they're you know they're actual things, uh, but you, you're as the as the uh, person with the clue. The clue. Your job is not to not to uh, like you know mis mislead them. Your job is to get them to answer what it is. But you have all these like very you, all the the stuff you have to choose from is real vague. Um, it's it's super fun. Um, yeah, I played Jackbox for like, I don't know, four or five hours between that and Quiplash three. And, uh, what was the other one? Oh, um, champed up. It's like TKO. They had a game called TKO where you make, you draw something funny and uh, you draw like two fun. You draw two things that would go on a t-shirt and then everyone, they, they switch those around with everyone. And so you get all these random drawings and then you, and then you also, you write a bunch of um, quotes that would go on a t-shirt and people 
you mix and match those to make the best t-shirt. Yeah. Well, this is kind of the same thing, but you draw like a champion. You draw like the champion of podcasting. You draw, you know, what you think that would look like. And then someone gets your drawing, but they don't know what the, they're supposed to be the champion of. And then those get uh, pitted against each other. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Super great yeah. time. Apparently, uh, you also had a great time on New Year's. Yeah, my dad had a had a party with a bunch of his friends. Is a yeah uh, super spreader event. Yeah, as they call them. Yeah, yeah. I went to a super spreader event. Friends. Nobody got sick. Yeah. I did the most risky thing yeah. you could possibly do. Nobody got sick. Well, I mean, we went to uh, even more of a super spreader event when we went to uh, uh, Silver Dollar City. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if that's not a super spreader event. Uh, there, there is no. I, I'm, I'm. I don't believe there is a virus anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all well, fake. Aunt Buck tested positive for it, and it turned out to not be anything. It was I'm like sorry. maybe a cold. I'm sorry for your loss, Buck. I, I'm sorry <laughs> you, your wife's dead. Well, she I have, was a very nice lady. <laughs> Speaking of that, I have an update. Last week on the show, we got live breaking news that yeah. my dad tested positive. Uh, guess who else tested positive? Your mom. The entire rest of my family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every single other person. And um, I think my Your dad. Your brother bring it to him? I, I, I would assume so, considering yeah. he was the one that was on an airplane. Um, but my brother had no symptoms. Uh, my sister had no symptoms. My mom was sick for about a day. And my dad was sick for about a day and a half. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got And by sick, I mean like sniffles. Slash needed to sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got it at this point. It's yep. it's all way too late. All of these this hundred day mask mandate that Biden wants to do is such a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, proposing another lockdown like that's gonna make make a difference. It's like if the first one didn't work, why would one suddenly work now? Oh, but there's a new strain. <sighs> well, we didn't do it right the well, first time. That's it's like, the thing. It's like socialism. They have this it, new oh, strain. This new British strain. And that's in France too, and yeah. and back in China and all this stuff, yeah. right? And everybody who's like, "You're crazy. We're not going to have to wear masks forever." <laughs> new strain, 2021, the year of a new strain. Got to keep, yeah. Well, you got COVID 21. You, you got the the China virus vaccine, but you don't have the British Empire vaccine. Yeah, which you know, so you're gonna have to keep wearing a mask for the rest of your fucking life. Don't call it. Get the- used to it. The vaccine for the British Empire is a fucking musket. <laughs> it's not the British Empire virus. It's called pedophilia. I was going to call it the opium virus. I think that's <laughs> another good, another good uh, name for it. Anyway, let's get into some issues. Tim, do you want to go first this week? Uh, yeah, but you won't like it. Okay. Here's what I don't get. Uh, not doing your homework. So uh, yeah. uh, sometimes in life Uh-oh. you uh, you find like a stone uh-huh. and you overturn that stone and you fall into like a wonderland, right? Yeah. You uh you uncovered the truth that didn't need to be uncovered. Anyways, I'm scrolling through Twitter the other day and uh, I see a uh, a review from the AV Club. Okay, I still follow the AV Club for some reason. I think it's because um, I followed them back when they were doing their. Uh, they used to get a bunch of artists to cover popular songs. Yeah, and those usually came out pretty good. Oh, they to- did they do? They would do like style style versions of songs. I mean, it, the artists would usually do them in their style. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it was Guar doing uh, Carry On My Wayward Son. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's a review for whatever this week's episode of Star Trek Discovery was. Oh, no. And oh. Uh, and I clicked through. Just I, I don't know why. It was it was one of those like, oh, let's see what you this- You were compelled? It, I was compelled. <laughs> it was, it was a like- a great magnet? Well, yeah, but it's like a shit magnet, you know? It's uh-huh. like- 
it's it's the train wreck of of media. It's like, oh, I want, let's see what this, how this piece of shit is doing, right? Uh, so I click through. You're right. I don't like it. Why don't you and Buck handle this? One? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't think you know where this is going. No. Uh, so I click through and I'm reading the review and um, they're talking about the this mirror the universe and then I recall that season one had some mirror universe shenanigans going on. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I, I see no mention of like the timelines. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, so I go and I watch. If no, then, then I look look up like the Star Trek Discovery timeline stuff, uh-huh. and I can't find anything. Uh huh. And with the news that you told me about that episode, which like there was just there, I mean, yeah, everyone that that was in the, that was in the episode. I don't know, Buck. Did you hear about this? It was in. I, it was I in really the bonus don't care about Star Trek yet. Because I haven't had a chance. Well, also, to I just I don't watch Star Trek Discovery, and I don't I don't I don't even watch TV. Well, so. the the base of this is a couple of weeks ago. Um, did you watch the Doomcock video on it? Because Doomcock <laughs> explains it. Well, so here's the thing. I'm sure they're trying to they're trying to whitewash the internet of this information. Okay. Because otherwise, it it tears down the legitimacy of their empire. Sure. Uh, anyways, what happens, Buck, is a couple of weeks ago on an episode of Star Trek, uh, they admitted that they weren't real Star Trek, that they were their own timeline. Oh lines. yeah, I, I heard about that. Like, okay. They, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm doing I'm doing my research and uh, I'm looking up trying to find some of this timeline stuff, and I don't see any of it. And I figure, if this happened, which it did, um, there, there would at least be, like, the people that really love... Old Star Trek? No, the people that love Discovery, and so uh-huh. being like, I don't care about the, that it's not no, real. No, 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 they can't right? bring attention to it. Okay, okay, well, but that's it's like, what I It's figured. like the Biden campaign talking about voter fraud at all. They just don't do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so then I went back to what I, I I'm going to call the original source, and that's not the show, of course, because I'm not going to watch that shit. Um, <laughs> so I went back to the Doomcock video, and I watched okay. the Doomcock video. Uh, Doomcock, if Buck, if you don't know, is this guy that wears the oh I know Doctor Doom mask. I yeah. love Doomcock. Yeah, he's great. Um, unfortunately, uh, in this matter, he did not do his homework, which is the issue. Uh, so I'm watching the video tab, right? And I'm watching the scene where David Cronenberg is talking to a guy in a TNG uniform. Uh-huh. TNG era uniform, which is really weird. Jim Cobb brings it up in the video. He's like, like, it's so colorful against all this, like, just like blue and white mm-hmm. bullshit. I thought that was great. Um, unfortunately, here's the problem, right? Because he doesn't watch the show. Um, I think he watches the show. Because they do, a, they do, you, do review. You think of so? It. Yeah, yeah. He he cries through it, but he watches it. Yeah. Well, I don't think he paid attention to this part because because there is there is evidence to back me up in the YouTube comments of this video. Uh huh. That uh, the reason I didn't find any other news about this timeline bullshit is because he was wrong. So I'm le- I'm watching the video. And no, he's this, not wrong. He, he, I, I, I know. Wrong. I know you want. I know you want him to be wrong, and I do too. Um, but here's here the quote was like he's talking about molecules and how molecules don't like to be away from where they were uh-huh. they originated right and he's and the he says like if I was if I were to uh not quote it word for word but you know explain to you what he said he basically said uh you know you're here from a uh 
from another timeline from a it was a Romulan mining vessel or whatever. Uh huh. The problem is that the character he's talking to, mm-hmm. his name is Yor. Yor? Yor. His name is Yor. Wow. So it's just more dumb naming conventions in in Kurtzman Trek? Yes. Like Vajazel? But also, if you go back and listen to the whole quote, it's what he says specifically, like word for word, is Yor here is from another timeline. Which one's your? He's like the mushroom doctor. The person in the, there's, there's two people. I, I, I haven't seen the, the, the scene. The mushroom doctor's from discovery. Yes. But in discovery, he's from another timeline. From what timeline? Some, I don't know. Some, some incident with a Romulan mining vessel. That's the Kelvin universe. That means he's from the Kelvin universe. It's all from the Kelvin universe. The Kelvin universe is not Star Trek. Nope. Rod Discovery is in the Kelvin universe and it's not Star Trek. <clears throat> the issue I have though is that when he explains that, the only person from an alternate timeline is that one person. He's the only person in the room. Right? Mm. But it doesn't apply to every he's not he's not because 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 they here's because the thing, they go, Tim. Here's because the thing, they go. Tim. You, no, you're no, talking to no. dumbass writers that don't understand the rules of Star Trek. So they just put shit like this in there and they don't understand the implications. The implication is they're all from an altered timeline, meaning no, there's they're not no, from no, Star Trek. No, because because specifically they're like molecule he's talking about he's talking about traveling through time quantum dimension. realities, yeah. You're, it's parallels. You you have no, the quantum no, no, signature no, 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 of your universe. No, he cause cause um they bring up the time travel. They're like, but everyone in, t- in Discovery time traveled, um, and that's when he says, "Yeah, but your is from another. It's from another timeline." No, and but here, th- th- yes. How and is he from another timeline? I don't know. I haven't watched the show. Yeah. All I know is that Doomcock fucked up. He didn't. And there's plenty of people to back me up on in, this. In uh, this this minor gap in whatever bullshit phrasing and having You're David Cronenberg in their going. show, it's <laughs> all going to be disproven in another five years when this is all canceled. I hope so. Yeah. And I hope so. But in this particular... He wasn't. In, yes, he is. No. Go back and and you'll hear him read the quote and you'll be like, well, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense as words unless that person's name is your and he's talking about Y-O-U-R? one person. Y-O-U-R? He's a mushroom doctor whose name is your. The mu- uh, no. Yeah, because because David Cronenberg goes like this guy used to be a mushroom. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't want to do husband? this. I think so. I don't think he had a name. I, I didn't want to do this. Right? I didn't. It was a turn of events that I was not expecting. Because I was with you. I was like, great. It's a different timeline. It's not real Star Trek. When you search for Discovery on in Star, uh, on IMDb, uh, Star Trek Discovery is like the thirteenth <laughs> result. <laughs> yeah, I look. It's I I I upturned the wrong rock, and I'm sorry. Uh, if I could go back and and downturn that rock, I would. I don't think there's any characters called Yor. Y O R. Which episode was this? Uh, Terra Firma Part One. Uh, 
There is nobody in the IMDb listing as your Y O R. So I gotta I gotta just kind of call bullshit on all of this, and that you didn't do your homework, Tim, and do the basic thing of finding out if anyone's playing someone named your. Hey, um, I just got a phone call. I'm going to have to cut out here in just a few minutes. Okay. So remember how I said that Aunt Buck tested positive for the COOF like three weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, so my kids just got kicked out of school. Lovely. After having been there all week. So uh, um, can I interrupt and knock my issue out real quick? Yeah. I really apologize for this. I'm completely unprofessional. Yeah, he's from a different timeline. He's from Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, which means the other people aren't from Star Trek. If he's from Star Trek, <laughs> then the other people aren't from Star Trek. He came from another timeline, a Star Trek timeline. Huh, really? Yeah. He, he left Star Trek. He is from timeline. Star Trek. Everyone else not from Star Trek. Apparently that guy is not famous enough to have been listed on MTV <laughs> in the cast, which I'd be, uh, be kind of teed off about if I... If I had to. <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to get into Buck's issue? Let's get into Buck's issue. This. Yeah, we'll revisit it. I'm sorry, guys. No what's, problem. Your, what's your issue, Buck? So I'm tempted to call an audible, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> Here's what I'm getting. My kids I'm, getting kicked out of school. Yeah, I'm really, man. You want you want to know how I know masks don't work? Because my sister was quote directly exposed to a kid at school uh-huh. who was dire- directly exposed. Didn't even have it. Just you know, he was exposed. To someone who had it. My sister was exposed. To someone who had it. But at school, they have to wear masks all the time. Mm-hmm. And because my sister is at the lunch table with this kid, he gets she gets sent home for a week to to wait it out. And it's just like, well, then, but but I thought masks work. Yeah, isn't that the whole point? Well, the fun thing is now I got to figure out what is how I'm going to have my kids looked after tomorrow while I'm in Washington because Aunt Buck can't get off work. I think I think this is uh, I, I think this is uh, kismet. This is the great man <laughs> telling you not to be a casualty of the second American Revolution. This is the hitch God in the timeline. Be a casualty. <laughs> this is the hitch in the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, um, I was I I wanted to make this one a, a don't get, but I. Couldn't find a way to couch it as such, so I'm going to break tradition. Here's something I do get. Being a prick to your kids. <laughs> Are you talking about Bean Dad? Bean Dad. <laughs> so, um, Christmas, of course, was a couple weeks ago, or, or uh, over a week ago, whatever. Yeah, however. a couple weeks ago. And, and one of the things that Annabelle got was one of those little brain teasers. It's like a couple of metal rods, and they're bent into like a little curly cue, and they're wiggled together in such a way that you can't get them undone unless you know the secret little trick. Or you have pliers. <laughs> well, I, and I hit all my pliers just to make sure, because that was her first thought was, wait, Dad, don't you have tools that can just like stretch <laughs> yeah, That's a smart kid. Yeah. Fuck your brain teaser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she, well, so knowing this, but she's, remember, she's also eight years old, so she's still a little bit gullible about some stuff. And knowing this, I said, hold on, there's, there's a trick here. So I knew how these particular brain teasers worked and because uh, I'd seen them before. And what you do is you like have to turn it a certain way and then rotate it and they'll slip right apart. Just boop. And so I did that. But as I did it, I made this noise. I went voop, V-O-O-P, voop. Yeah. And as soon as that noise came out of my mouth, this plan hatched in my head. 
because I did it really quick because I was just, I didn't really want her to see the solution. I went, whoop. And she's like, oh, how'd you do that? And I stuck them back together. Whoop. And I handed them back to her. I said, all right. You got to say the magic word. The trick is the magic word. (laughs) Across the room, across the room, Aunt Buck is going, oh, no. (laughs) So Annabelle immediately uh, tries to just, because I made it look like I just yanked them apart, right? Yeah. I got to tinker with them and just yanked them apart. Whoop. And so she just grabs a hold of them and yanks and goes, whoop. And of course, they don't come apart. And she said it slightly wrong, like, oop. I said, no, 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 no. You didn't say the magic word right. It's voop. You got to say it. Oh, voop. I said, no, no, no. It's got to come up in pitch. Voop. Like that. Now, uh, just keep trying it until you get it. You'll, you'll get it right eventually. Just You're not holding your mouth right. So for the next three fucking days, my kid is walking through the house, clinking these little things together in futility, going voop, voop, <laughs> voop. Voop. And the whole time Aunt Buck is just every time she hears it and it's off and she looks over at me like you are such an asshole. I was like, I know. <laughs> but uh, and eventually uh, I did show her the trick because eventually what she did was she just yanked on them so hard that they got stuck. And then I did have to go get pliers and pull them apart. And then she did it again. Ten minutes later, I was like, here's how you put them together. Voop. And she goes, do you really have to say the word? And Aunt Buck's across. I'm going, no, you don't have to say the word. I'm getting sick of you saying voop all the time. Tell her the truth. No. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, uh, I, I got a don't get. Here's what I don't get. Uh, hold on. This thing will get out of my fucking face. Here's what I don't get. Uh, being a dick to your kids. Because <laughs> um, it's just obnoxious. Like parents pulling that shit and then you find out when you're a grown adult that your your parents just an asshole like yeah told you things. No, that's the we see this because you're not a dad so you see all the times that your parents did that shit to you and you hate them for it now it's you take that it's not like you pay your parents back no you do don't get me wrong but you pay it forward no you just so be, you be you be kids. a better person yeah you be a better person that's, you, no, that's how you be a parent be a better person you be a better person anything the, Do, doing it to your own kids is, is continuing the cycle, the cycle of violence. You're perpetuating the cycle of violence, yes. I want more violence in my children's lives. That's why I'm doing this. So now, and it worked. It has absolutely worked because now they're doing that shit to each other. So Ian is five. And uh, you guys haven't been to my house, but like the hallway, if you're coming down the hallway, uh, you kind of walk past the stairs, walk past the kitchen, and then we have a sectional couch that separates the, the living room from the dining room and all that stuff. So the hallway kind of comes right back past the section of the, 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 the back of the sectional couch. And every night uh, we call them into the living room and I get up my guitar and we uh, sing a song before we put them to bed. Kind of a family tradition. So it's one evening uh, about a week ago. I've, we've, I've put on my guitar. We're calling the kids in the living room to come sing. And uh, as they're walking, as they're walking past the back of the couch Ian's in front, Annabelle's behind him by about three feet. He kind of stops casually, turns around and goes, ah, right in her face. And she about faints. And for whatever reason, it really struck me funny because the only reason he did that was to be a little dick to his sister. And it worked so great. Nothing? Okay. No. Never mind. No. I, uh, yeah. 
I don't get it. Like, it was just the there's this guy apropos of there's this guy on Twitter this week. Uh, the who everyone's calling Bean Dad. Yeah, and his daughter came to him. She wanted Bean. I don't believe the story is real. Yeah, to begin with, because uh-huh. it's such so ridiculous. Yeah, but he's so fucking smug about it. His daughter brings us like once baked beans, <clears throat> and but she can't get the can open, so she asked him for help, and. Because all the cans that she's used to have the pull tab, because that is the way cans should be made now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, and so he's like, he in his tweet, it's so smug. Uh, now I get to have this teachable moment with my kid. But rather than teaching his kid how to use a can opener, he just gives his kid a can of beans and a can opener, two things never seen before, and is like, how do we? And how do you open this? Figure that out with these tools. <laughs> Now, yeah, because kids annoy the shit out of you all the time, and when you get to be a smug prick back to them, it's fun. It's not though, because now this kid is going to grow up thirty years from now, going to be in there, going to have issues with eating canned goods because her dad couldn't just be a dad and say, because the the whole lesson he wanted to teach her was how to solve problems and like how this mechanism works, and he was the just the tone. I would have punched him as an adult man. I would have punched him in the face. <laughs> Uh, and so by the end of it, the, the daughter's in tears. And the six hours is later. Yeah, six hours later. And she's like, I don't even want the beans now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which kind of seems like that's the lesson that was taught was was don't ask your dad for help. Go Basically. Fun- <laughs> And it's not like he's literally anyone else. And it's not like he's uh, he's on his computer uh, working from home. No. He was doing a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was just being a dick to his kid. That's 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 fun though. But it's not. It's not because do you think? I don't think that this guy. I don't, I don't think, think this, he this thought a, he was being a dick. No, he doesn't. He no. doesn't think this is an isolated incident. But this is the kind of shit that like boils so builds, inside of kids. It builds for, and builds for decades, yeah. and then just becomes resentment. And parents wonder, like, why do why are why do my kids not want to talk to me? Why does my teenage son not want to talk to me? Why does my teenage daughter never want to? Like spend time with the family because you were an asshole forever. <laughs> That's the whole point. They get mad enough at me that one day they just behead me and I'm dead and I'm fucking done with it. That's the whole goal tab. No. No, because if if they if you're really resentful and they, and I knew that was the goal, I'd make you live with it. <laughs> like Mr. Miyagi. Even better. Yeah. Then let, then make me live with it. Then you've learned revenge. The, the the life lesson of revenge. Revenge on your dad for being a prick all those times. No. Nah. No, it just perpetuates. <laughs> it does. It does. Because yeah. then you give it to to and the other thing is, uh, we're now we now have like kids that are less and less good at things. Uh-huh. So in many in many generations, it'll just be people being rude to their kids, uh, and nobody will know how to solve any of their problems <laughs> anymore. No, you see, she eventually did solve the problem her own way. She got it stuck and then had to go get tools to get it unstuck, which is fine. I'm actually proud of her for that. I'm proud that her first response was, uh, like, don't you have some pliers that we can just wrench these apart with? Yeah. And I was like, no, you got to do it. You got to do this way. Because those brain teasers are fun. obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, they certainly are. I'm not going to argue with you over that. I hate when I'm given one, like, oh, check this out. And I take it and I'm like, okay, it solved it. Uh-huh. I don't need this anymore. Yeah. What am I going to yeah, do? Leave this treat- on the on the... <laughs> coffee table so someone comes over and they're like yeah. hey look at these little brain teasers once uh. once you've solved it it becomes uh trash trash <laughs> it becomes, becomes a christmas ornament yeah <laughs> after 
after I showed her how to actually do the trick and do it right, that thing immediately fell somewhere on her bedroom floor, and she hasn't even looked at it since. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> because brain teasers so. are a lousy gift. It doesn't. It I don't think it activates me. your brain at all. No. I, I'd be curious. I'd be curious about that. Like, put a guy in an MRI machine, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, give him a bunch of brain teaser things to, to solve while he's in there and just see if his brain, his brain is just like, no, it's, he's he's clinically dead. <laughs> he's, he's trying to solve this little bent up metal thing and he's clinically dead. Of course, he made it out of aluminum so it wouldn't stick to the sides of the MRI. There you go. Carbon right, fiber. That's, that's, that's my do get. I've got a, uh, this happens almost every fucking time. I've got to cut it short so I can go <sighs> be a dad. Yeah. Do that thing. That's totally bullshit. Thanks, China. Yeah. 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 Thank you, fucking China, because I'm out of work until the 20th because uh, because she tested positive. Then they had, well, from the day she tested positive, uh, when I called the HR hotline, whatever, and uh, they were like, can you quarantine from your wife? I was like, no, I'm not quarantining from my wife for 10 fucking days. My balls will explode. What the hell is wrong with you? So where are you going to pay for a hotel room? <laughs> No, they just want me to lock her in the bedroom by herself for 10 days. Do they not understand how HVAC works? Do they not understand <laughs> how people hang themselves with their bed sheets uh, <sighs> when they're isolated from human contact? I'm someone who could pop, maybe pull it off. She's not. And I'm not saying that as a as a slight against Aunt Buck. She's just a very no, people like, are human different. contact yeah. person. Yeah. So uh, so I told him, no, that's that's unrealistic. Oh, so you're going to have to quarantine. You can't come to work for the next 10 days for her quarantine. I was like, okay, so then after that, what? I just get a, a negative test and then I can come back to work. Oh, no. Then you have to quarantine for 14 days after that. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? A 24-day quarantine because she got a false positive and I'm not sick at fucking all? And now my kids can't go to school because nobody was sick? It's We've created a world where... Uh, it's guilty until proven innocent. You are sick and until proven healthy, and you'll never be able to prove that you're healthy. You, and you the best never. part was, she didn't have shit. I'll tell you why. Uh, what are the symptoms of COVID nineteen? Fucking Can anything you, you want. Tell us. Well, it's uh, it's a respiratory disease, so there's going to be a fever. There's going to be coughing, chills. There's going to be chills, body pain, Skip body your podcast yeah. recordings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, uh, Getting replaced by a fat redneck from North Carolina, that's a big symptom. So loss of uh, you know taste and loss of and smell. Yeah, and smell. So that was the only symptom she had that had anything possible to do with COVID nineteen. You know what else that symptom has to do with? Having Dust. fucking allergies yeah. or a cold. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what she had. She didn't have a fever. She didn't cough one goddamn time. Nothing. No body aches, no chills, no fucking anything. She sneezed a bunch in the mornings and in the evenings. And during the rest of the day, she was fucking fine. And the only reason she went and got tested was because where she works, her boss is a gigantic fucking liberal who insists, just wear your freaking mask to everybody. So she had to like, well, I'm going to have to get tested before she will let me come back to work. So she was going to go get her negative test on a Sunday and then come back and tell everybody, okay, look, I'm fine. Well, that's not how it played out because it was probably some sort of a cold, which is a coronavirus. So that's why she tested positive. So, so her boss, her boss fuck, knew she wasn't yeah. feeling well. Uh, because for two days, so that was the, the week, the, the week of Christmas, right? So uh-huh. she worked like Tuesday, Tuesday, or Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I can't remember. 
But for like Tuesday and Wednesday, she had uh, a little bit of sniffle going on at work where she like allergies. And she, uh-huh. and she was like, this isn't anything. It's just allergies because the weather in North Carolina changes every goddamn 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's what happens when the weather changes. Trees throw pollen everywhere. They're coming all over everything. And that's just what happens. So finally, uh, like the Sunday after Christmas, she was like, I've had allergies for a few days. Uh, maybe I should go get tested because, you know, I did lose my sense of taste and smell. And I'm like, yeah, because that's what happens with a cold. When you can't smell because you can't breathe through your fucking nose for allergies, you can't taste. That's why you can't smell or taste anything. Well, they're going to make me get tested before I can go back to work. Fine. Go get tested. It's going to come back negative, except Uncle Buck's a fucking moron because it didn't get tested. It didn't come back negative. <laughs> Let that be so a now, lesson to everyone. Don't go get tested Un- under any, any circumstances because best case. Don't get tested. Best case, uh, it's a false positive, and you have to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. Yeah. 24 <laughs> days. Whatever. 24 days. I even told them, the the, the, the the people on the hotline, who took me two, day, took two, day, two days to call me back, by the way. You leave <laughs> a voicemail, course. and they're supposed to call you back immediately. Two days later, they're like, I get two calls, two separate people within 10 minutes of each other. Hey, uh, we got your voicemail that uh, your wife tested positive for the coronavirus. Like, yeah, she doesn't really have it. This isn't a thing. So what, I just go get tested and I'm fine? No, no, you have to quarantine for 24 fucking days. Oh, and by the way, um, you only get 80 hours of uh, COVID leave pay. So I guess the rest of that has to come out of your PTO because fuck you. Yeah, just stay home. Just stay home. I mean that's what everyone says, or, and but then there's no support for people that are forced to stay home. Yeah, yeah, people like you who, 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 who well, uh, I guess pandemic's over. Your, uh, your, Fuck your sports you. system is just gone, and uh, it, but here's enough of a six hundred dollar stimulus for you to go buy just enough rope to hang yourself. Good luck with that, bud. We'll see you later. Yeah, All right, I gotta go. All right, sorry guys. Peace. Bye bye. That's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to mute this. Look how quiet that is now in our ears. <laughs> Not hearing that computer noise. Anyway, let's go back to your issue. Let's about go the back homework. to my issue. Your is from Star Trek. Everyone else is not from Star Trek. That's what that. That's what the lesson of that episode is. Is that what the lesson? That's is? what the lesson that that episode is. And no one else. No one else is smart enough to parse that out except for me and Doomcock. Okay, you want to know something real dumb? I'm on Memory Alpha. Uh huh. This is this is actually just dumb because uh, I'm on the uh, I'm on the entry for the quote universe, uh-huh. aka the prime universe, uh-huh. um, uh, and apparently in this episode of uh, Discovery. Let's see. It says uh, prime universe as a term made its in-universe debut in the Star Trek Discovery episode Perpetual Infinity. Uh-huh. I assume that was in season one. Uh, the episode Terra Firma Part 1 established that every universe, including the Mirror Universe, which Memory Alpha, for some reason, uh, has it a, a, as the Terran Universe. Yeah, because it's the Terran Empire. Yeah. Yeah. But we everyone knows it as the Mirror Universe. Yeah, because the, the episode's called Mirror Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every universe, including the Mirror Universe, is prime from the point of view of its inhabitants. No shit! Are you kidding? <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay. Oh uh, man. Yeah. It's like, that's like saying every, every Mustang is the best Mustang <laughs> to the guy that owns it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. This is the best one. This one right here. It's the best one. Yep. Uh, and then they talk about, uh, let's see. The story also alluded to the alternate reality 
quote alternate reality. And when you click on that, it leads you to uh, see how would they know about the Kelvin timeline if it weren't? How do they? How would? They, how do they know about that if they're not part of it? What? How do you know about an all a parallel universe that was caused by a time incursion if you're not in that universe? In the Star Trek universe, let's say, let's say that in the Star Trek universe, the uh, Romulan ship mm-hmm. goes through the porthole. For all we fucking know, the thing was destroyed. Uh, perfect example. Perfect okay. example. Okay. Um, in the TOS episode, The Tholian Web, the Defiant, a, a Constitution-class ship, is caught in a rift in inner space. Mm-hmm. And caused by the Tholians creating their web to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what ends up happening is the ship disappears and it's marked as lost. In the TOS universe, the Defiant was lost. All the crew aboard killed each other, and Captain Kirk was barely rescued in its last blip back from inner space before disappearing into the void. That's what the TOS, that's what the Star Trek universe, that's what happened to the Defiant. Okay. Now, we as viewers know that in A Mirror Darkly, an episode of the fourth season of Enterprise, uh-huh. the Defiant was actually thrown into the Mirror Universe and back in time okay. to Archer's era, sure. where it was captured by Archer and uh-huh. he used this new Constitution-class vessel to take over the Terran Empire. In TOS, they don't talk about that. They're not like, no. You remember no. how the Defiant is, is, it went back in time because yeah. they didn't see that. No, no, no. Yeah. So the only way that, the only way to know that a Romulan ship caused a time change is to be in the universe where the time change happened, not where the time change came from. And therefore, none of that shit Star Trek. Huh. It's in the details, Tim. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, I did my homework, but Tim, I have a PhD in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, you do. And I've just got a bad. I've got a. I, I you got I, associates. I've got associates. <laughs> <laughs> I audited some classes. <laughs> uh, so, I went to Star Trek Community College, <laughs> <laughs> and I majored in TNG. That's why. Yeah. That's why someone like Doomcock and I can see this and understand what's going on. Whereas the people, the, especially the people that are the, the soy faces that are like, uh-huh. "Oh my god, I love Discovery! Ah, yay!" Those people, they they can't see this. They can't see the forest of the trees mm-hmm. because um, when the show's playing. Their brain is completely turned off. They are in like a low power state, just sitting there w- watching the flashing colors and movement and, yep. and and emotions. And I think I think they have some form of empathy where they they can feel what the characters feel. Well, mm, mm, mm. or at least they're able to understand that there are emotions happening. Sure, and, sure, and, I, I will go with that because the, the whole point of a lot of. Um, fictional entertainment is to make like the music is there to make you feel emotions exactly. right you yeah know? yeah so their bodies processes that but yeah. it, their brain doesn't process sure it. sure because i can i watch a movie and maybe this is because i'm insane but mm-hmm. i watch a movie and i can see the cuts and i can hear the music and i can feel the emotions but i understand what's happening uh psychologically yeah. with 
and I'm, I'm not that I'm saying it's wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. But I understand what pro- the process that's happening to make me feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah. I don't think these people are able to process any of that. So mm-hmm. they're not processing that. They just feel the way the, the show wants them to feel. Yeah. Their brain's definitely not to engage to go, wait a minute. If he's from a different timeline and we're in one that's caused by this Romulan thing, I think I see where you're coming from. Yeah. They should have just been like, I mean, they should have just not put this in the episode because who the fuck cares? Or you go all the way. Yeah. And be like, yeah, we're in all, this is an alternate universe. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they meant it to mean this. No, 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 no. Because, <laughs> because, because I was. I think what they when did, I was looking up the episode, the episode's not about that guy. No, I think what they did was they tried to it's put about a bunch the, of mirror universe shenanigans. Put that <laughs> in there to um, make try them and, seem, try and tie continuity. Yeah, right. But they're not. They don't like Star Trek, so. They just watch. They're like, "Oh, uh, that's a thing that happened." So we're just going to tie this continuity together, and I didn't realize like what the the stitch you're pulling on, yeah, um, like a, a sweater. You're pulling on a thread that to try and get it over here, and it's going to com- it completely unravel the sweater, fellas. Yeah, but none none of you, and I even said that at the time. Nobody on the show understands that. They don't know what they said. They just said some stuff to seem sciencey. Sure, they yeah, put yeah, science-sounding yeah. terms in. Yes, and uh, and then they also tried to say, you know, this is like Star, Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 the end result is this: yes, no, maybe bull and mush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's embarrassing. It's an embarrassment. <laughs> That's someday, man. Someday, I'm gonna be in charge of. The Star Trek franchise. Yeah. And the very first episode of the first series is going to be set 80 to 100 years after TNG uh-huh. and Deep Space Nine and Voyager. And it's going to fucking open with a, a, a ship in orbit of Romulus. Enterprise G yeah. in orbit of Romulus. And everyone's going to be like, but I thought Romulus was destroyed by the Romulan star exploding, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> nope. None of that shit happened. They'll be like, uh, we're here for Ambassador Spock's funeral. He died at the age of 200 million years mm-hmm. old <laughs> after achieving a Romulan, Romulan Vulcan peace, second to none. Here's his body in that casket. His body's here. It's not in some alternate universe. Shenanigans, yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be an admiral, an Admiral Abrams, who's just going to get sucked out of fucking... Uh, they're going to get attacked, and he's just going to get sucked out into space. I, I Sure, but... <laughs> Before that, he has to be, um, um, like someone, uh, like steals Spock's right before the funeral. Someone steals Spock's body. Yeah, and uh, they think it's like a this uh, underground sect of Romulan uh, separatists. Uh Uh, Turns out it was this uh, this traitorous Ensign Abrams. No, 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 I'll make him an admiral. Admiral, yeah, because he'll have his whole his whole like command staff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ooh, yeah. Orky, yep. yep. Yeah, and Lindelof, and uh, yeah, he'll get sucked out and out through like a a hull breach into space, and then his underlings will be charged with treason uh-huh. and executed by putting them in an airlock and firing them out into space. Tab Star Trek don't play no shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it'll just, it'll be a very not subtle message that sure. I hate every fucking one of you. Like when they put Gene Roddenberry in, shoveling in shit discovery. in Discovery. Yeah. 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 Admiral Abrams sucked into space. His second in command, Captain Kurtzman, uh, shot in the dick and then fired <laughs> into space. Turns out you guys are all uh, traitors to the Federation. Yep. You're going to a penal colony. And you put them in a, spa- a, a shuttlecraft, and the shuttlecraft comes along, and then like a Romulan separatist ship just blows it up. <laughs> like, no, no, they're still alive. They're still alive out there. I still have life signs. Lock onto him. Like, all right, transporting aboard. And then like the Romulans fire a phaser beam as they're transporting, and just like this, oh god, <laughs> transport room. Do you have him? Like, oh god, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> we got something, but. Uh, I don't think it's, it's going to live long. <laughs> Medical teams to transport room two. There's a bunch of eyeballs and assholes over here. <laughs> and everyone everyone will know. They will know that this era has ended violently. That's what they did. That's what they did to Gene. You made Gene Roddenberry shovel that shit. Uh-huh. I'm going to make you that shit. <laughs> Fuck you. And then it'll be like, uh, and then like later in the episode, like 20 minutes into the episode, it'd be like, uh, Dr. Crusher to the bridge. Uh, yeah, these guys are totally dead and, uh, no real way to identify remains. What should we do with them? Like, ah, just beam them back into space. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's actually, there's a transporter mode where it, you transport someone and it's the widest possible dispersion. So it just takes all your molecules and just spreads them out into cosmic dust for like funerals uh and for disposing of shit oh, okay <laughs> so be like yeah just uh beam beam the remains out into space uh, fifty thousand kilometers uh-huh. off the port bow just a red mist <laughs> <laughs> all right fire phases into that <laughs> gotta make sure gotta be sure those traitors don't come back they could be like wolverine <laughs> come back oh, from a single constantly come back yeah yeah, yeah. the cancer They're the cancer of the federation the cancer of the federation yeah uh, that's uh yeah so not doing your homework you ever have dreams about not doing your homework all the i i, not, I don't get them as much as i used to but still occasionally it's not it's not even and to me it wasn't it was never like not doing your homework because fuck i i didn't do my homework <laughs> all the time yeah um but it's it's that it's like hey uh, you haven't gone to math class in three months. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. The and now and today is the final, and you have to be there. I I would uh, every so often when I after I graduated from college, I would just be at home watching TV, and then I would suddenly get this crushing anxiety. Yes, I still I still occasionally and be like, like I like, should be doing something, and then I go, like no, when, like I on work a Sunday. for a living. I can just fucking watch all the TV I want. Like on a Sunday, yeah, Sunday night. But oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, I started sleepwalking again this this weekend. I had a dream uh, a couple nights ago that there was a fish in my bed. Okay, <laughs> like a live fish just flopping around, sure. and struggling to breathe. Uh huh. And so I thought, well, I got to go get a bucket to put this fish in it. Yeah. And I remember going, I in the dream went and got a bucket, and then I got back to my room and I couldn't find the fish. Mm-hmm. And so I. It was like, oh no, I wonder where this fish went. Well, I woke up the next morning and there was a bucket in my room that was not in my room when I went to sleep. <laughs> it, it had been out in the garage because uh-huh. that's where I put yes, it yeah. with all my stuff. Uh-huh. And apparently I wandered out there in the middle of the night, got the bucket, 
fortunately did not fill it with water. Where was the mop? What'd you do with the mop? <laughs> there was no mop. It's that yellow bucket that was in the studio. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, and yeah, fortunately I didn't fill it with water in my sleep. Otherwise that would be, um, it was a real potential for disaster. But I woke <laughs> up, I'm like, why is this bucket here? And then I remembered the dream. And then I realized, uh, I don't know how much of that was a, really a dream. Yeah. And how much <laughs> of it was me deciding to well let me tell you getting a live fishery was real hard (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah it was it's weird i haven't i haven't slept rocked in a long time i never never did yeah my brother did though and he hasn't i mean i don't he doesn't do it anymore but when he was a kid he definitely he would just like wake up and like walk into the kitchen and just like look around with a glazed look on his face Uh, okay i'm going back to bed I, you know, as long as I don't start jumping out second story windows, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> First story is fine. First story is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll sleep inside tight up, tight, tightly sealed inside a sleeping bag. Yes. Uh, for at that point. For those of you who don't know, Mike Rabiglia, one of Tim and I's favorite comedians, he has a whole special about his sleepwalking. Pro- I think they uh-huh. actually made a movie too, didn't they? Sleepwalk with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, sleepwalk with me. I think it they're, was, they're both called the same thing. Yeah, the movie's it's, not it's, very good. It's not great. Uh, but he uh, he jumped out a second story hotel window one night <laughs> in uh, during a night terror. Yeah, and then walked back in the front door of the hotel and was like, I, I think I, I think I like need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and real, real embarrassing. The only thing I remember from the movie is they filmed the uh, Dustbuster Olympics. They recreated that. They recreated the all the dreams. I don't remember all the dreams. I, I don't remember. No, because they recreated the dream where he jumped out the window. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, like I, in the but, situation room. Yeah, they recreated a bunch of the dreams. But that's, I'm just saying that's the only one I remember from, from yeah. that movie. Um, the stand-up special is way better. Oh yeah. yeah, the movie's fine. If I mean, if you if you like Mike Birbiglia, you'll like the movie. Yes, but uh, if you if you don't know what we're talking about, just watch the special, <laughs> not the movie. Anyway, are you ready to get into some news? I am. Well, that means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Rakita News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Our first news story is an update to an issue we had last week. Oh, no. I assume you heard about this. Uh, um, we talked about the four Batman yes. last week. Batmans. Four Batmans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got Robert Pattinson yeah. on Earth 2, uh-huh. I believe. Uh, who is not with the other heroes? Yeah, uh, Ben Affleck. Is and then Earth we one. got Ben Affleck is is coming back as his Batman. Yeah, but so is Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. And I believe Ben Affleck. This is going to be his last Batman movie. And Michael Keaton too. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that uh, they've said that Michael Keaton is now the prime Batman. Oh no! Oh, prime. No. Well, I, I will say. Prime Bruce Wayne. Jesus Christ. He's the prime Bruce Wayne. Have no idea what uh, Ben Affleck is, but apparently the plan is to uh, shuffle Affleck off in this, in, in this, in whatever their plan, whatever this is, they're going to shuffle Affleck off and bring in, I believe, Batgirl. 
and oh, have yeah, and everyone's do a, favorite and do, Batgirl. A, and do a Batman Beyond esque thing with Michael Keaton. Why not Batman Beyond then? Why fucking Batgirl? I don't you know, know who's favorite. You know who loves Batgirl? Who? Nobody. That's why the Batwoman show it gets terrible, terrible ratings. I, I, I and like they Batgirl. fired the main woman in the, after the first season. No, she quit. Whatever. <laughs> she quit. And so they're instead of just being like, "Well, I we don't it. have a Batwoman," yeah. uh, they just recast it. Yep. Now she's black. She's black and a woman. <laughs> Are you tuning in now? No, it's not written well. <laughs> it will be perfect when it fits a woman. Yeah. But, uh, oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I got to interrupt you here. Uh, my dad and I watched John Wick one and two this week. Yeah. This weekend, yesterday, I guess, a couple days ago. And, uh, I had literally just watched John Wick one and two, yeah. which tells you how great those movies are. Uh-huh. That I can just continually rewatch sure. them. Yeah. But I was watching, you know, John Wick 2, Ruby Rose plays uh, yeah, the, the the mute. The mute. Lady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was reading all the subtitles in my head, but instead of as a mute lady, uh-huh. it was like a deaf guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you were making yourself laugh. I was making myself laugh on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, cause I was thinking when I was watching it the last time that it doesn't make you, you wouldn't want a mute bodyguard. Like, it's a cool idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when shit hits the fan, she's like, yep. You know, just, and everyone, everyone's trying, trying to look around, not, not getting orders. You want a guy that could chat, like, get him out of here, bring the trucks around, let's go. And then I thought, but if it was a deaf guy, and it's like, come on, I'm a Now that, that is comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of John Wick, uh, I got caught in a in a uh, YouTube um, hole this last weekend on um, down in a hole on videos uh, the videos that are mostly titled uh, "When the Doom Soundtrack Kicks In." Yeah, and it's various uh, video clips uh, just set to uh, Doom music. Mm-hmm. But one I watched was basically in like like from like. I'm talking like from 2008 as YouTube, a John Wick music video. Really? Set to a bunch of do music, but done in a really like it was footage from one, two, and three. Yeah. But uh, most, most of the beginning was from one, the whole setup. Um, and then like, and then it was like the pure action montage of all stuff, stuff from one, two, and three set to the do music. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, back to the news. Back to uh, Batman's. <laughs> we're, done, we're done with the Batman for now. So Michael Keaton's the new Batman. Michael Keaton is the is the prime Bruce Wayne. This is more complicated than the Star Trek universe. Yeah, it is. Um, that's that's right. It's can, more can complicated. Back, can we, can more we go complicated back to Star Trek? Star Trek universes, right? That's been around for fifty years, yeah, and then yeah. it's just been raped into oblivion yeah. in the last ten years. Can we years? go back to Star Trek? Because because I was serious when I said I didn't want to unearth this snow. Yeah. My other my problem with Discovery from the beginning has been the black woman. Yeah, me too. I can't stand her. <laughs> Supposedly, the Kelvin timeline splits in the that first movie. Yes, but we already know they changed stuff that happened before that split. Yeah, right. But even but even uncon but even not even if even if uh they were which they are very adamant that. Um, the that split is, is at that moment. The split is at yeah. that moment. Why do Discovery in your Kelvin universe 
as a prequel, as like the before TOS prequel. Uh, I, I yeah, it's to nostalgia mine, but then they don't mine any nostalgia by making anything look like the old series. Yeah, like Cobra Kai, right? I've been watching. Sure, I yeah, watched yeah, season yeah, three yeah. of Cobra Kai, and uh, we were watching it, and I said, "Man, they are really." They are really digging for every single little grain. Of, yeah. Are you ever going to watch it? Not really. All I right. don't think so. I don't have really. I don't have a huge. Spoilers for Cobra Kai. Fast yeah. forward like a minute. Uh, so at the in season three, Daniel San loses his uh, importer for vehicles. Okay. So he goes to Japan to try and get that contract renewed. Yeah. And it fails. And then he visits the people from Karate Kid 2. Uh-huh. And one of them is the little girl he saved from the tower. Okay. Who is the vice president at the importer. So he's able to save his business. Gotcha. And I was just like, holy shit, they made that come full circle. <laughs> like they really tried to get everything yeah, yeah, they yeah, possibly yeah. can out of these movies to put into a new, yeah, to put into the series. But it's well done. Like, yeah. I, it's not great. I don't, I, it's not, I don't love it. Um, but, but that part of it is well done. Uh, it's it's pretty ham fisted. It's okay. it's an, a really an okay series. That I like the Johnny character more than anyone else that's in the anyone yeah, else yeah. in the him and, and Miguel. I think that's what the show should be, and they should dump the teenagers and they should uh-huh. dump Danny, and they should dump just all that shit. That's that's that should have been that should have been season one stuff. Yeah, to get you into the show to get you to get you into the show. Um, but. They are really paying respect to the source material. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when Discovery decide and and um, Solo, that's the only Star Wars movie I've seen since the prequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Solo, they they really made an effort to like make um, Don uh, Donald Glover uh-huh. make him seem like he could be in a early Billy yeah. D. Williams. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy they cast as Han Solo looks enough like Harrison Ford to work. Yeah. They they did a little bit too much on the nose of like, how did Han Solo get, get his, his gun? Name. How did he get his name? Yeah, how did he yeah, get the Millennium yeah. Falcon? Sure. That was too much. But all the design, the sets all look like, the sets look like they could have been from yes, yes. the 70s. Yep. Um, and, so, and and, and I've, I haven't seen episode nine. Yeah. But I think Solo is... Now it's not a very high bar, but it's the best of the new Star the Wars. New, movies. Oh God, I thought it was terrible, but I didn't uh, think it was terrible. Yeah, I thought it was almost an unwatchable mess. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, in fact, I'll never see it again. Oh, I, I don't have any. <laughs> uh, and but in any yeah. case, Discovery. So when you, if you did a series, right? If you decided to do a prequel series, because I've even said if I were to do a series, one of the series I would want to do. Which you can't really do anymore, but I would want to do. Uh, who's the guy that plays? Um, he was he was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but he's not Matthew Broderick. Um, Alan Grant. No, <laughs> uh, no, Alan is right. It's Alan something. Anyway, he plays John Harriman, the captain of the Enterprise B, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the teaser yes. for Star Trek Generations. Yes. I've said for a long time, I think a great prequel series, because there's about 80 years between the Undiscovered Country, 70, 60 or 70 years, Undiscovered Country and uh, the beginning of TNG, yeah. where we have a gist of what happened. Mm-hmm. We know what happened. We know there's this two enterprises yeah. exist. Yeah. We know that uh, C gets destroyed above Kittimer. We know 
you know, the, there's the Klingon, there's a Klingon peace agreement that comes along. Mm-hmm. We know that they eventually sign a Treaty of Algernon, which creates peace between the Romulan Empire, the Klingon Empire, and the Federation. Yeah. Like we, we, and we know we like first contact with Cardassians happens in there somewhere. We know about all this stuff that happens. Yeah. But we don't have the details. Yes. So I, and that, I, that would be great. That'd be great to see. And and you have a lot of flexibility. You yeah. don't have to do any of that, no, but no, you can no. do those episodes at for for fun. Yes, you can have uh, that stuff in there. So and then you and you bring back you bring back this actor to be the the captain. Mm-hmm. You don't have to bring back anybody else who's in that teaser. Fuck no, all of them. No. He's got a whole new staff, and it's late in his it's late in his captaincy of the Excelsior, uh-huh. and or not not the Excelsior, the Enterprise B, yeah. and. And that's that's a good that could be a really fun TV show that could explore Star Trek lore. It's a prequel, but it also has that classic look of they're in those maroon uniforms, and it has that more retro sci-fi yep. feel. The only thing so I, you can produce yeah. it cheaper. The only person I think you would have to bring back would be Sulu's daughter. I'd bring her back as the first officer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in the book, she becomes the first officer and eventually the captain of the Enterprise B. Um, it. So I I'm not a I'm not against a prequel in principle. Yeah, yeah, me either. But you set him in those gaps. If you did a prequel, if you did a prequel series that's like about Riker, uh, from the time he leaves that planet where he gets duplicated mm-hmm. until the beginning of TNG, that there's no tension in that. No tension. No, because no. it's like, uh, is Riker gonna die? No, no. He's in he's in TNG. He's gonna. I'll, I'll tell you what Riker's gonna do. He's gonna do a lot of boning. It's that, a, that's 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 a Star Trek porn series. It is a Star Trek porn series. Um, the but if you do if you do a series about the Enterprise B, mm-hmm. we don't know what happens to any of those people. Yeah. We, we know the Enterprise B is eventually either retired or destroyed. Yeah, and so you can. You but know, you you you, you four, don't even have to get that far. Yeah, four seasons in your season finale, your series finale could be the Enterprise B just getting blasted to bits by yeah. Cardassians. That'd be badass. It would. That would be the that would be the craziest end to a, a show. Like n- like not even have the Cardassians be part of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. That's right. Uh, yeah. There's the Cardassian, a Valor class warbird. No, that's uh that's. Uh, Romulan. Anyway, a Cardassian. Like the episode's o- like the yeah. the episode is over. They solved the mystery or whatever, right? Yeah. And like, wow, let's let's set off for. Uh, you do you do the end of uh, all good things, right? Where they're like sitting down at the poker game, yeah. like uh, uh, threes are wild and the sky's and then, the limit. And then, right? just, uh, well, I was like, like bring, 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 captain the bridge. Like, what's going on? on? Boom! <laughs> and everyone's just like, great. what the fuck? Yes. What the fuck is this? <laughs> like everything's just getting torn apart. <laughs> It's like the last five minutes is just like every character in the series just violently getting killed <laughs> as the ship gets ripped to pieces by yeah. a, a battle squadron. <laughs> and you're just like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And then the credits roll. There will be no fifth season. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be amazing. It would. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. Uh, you could do, you know, it'd be cool to do would be do, to do that as a whole framing story, right? Where the the series starts out very first episode is like John Harriman on the bridge in the captain's chair as we see the ship just like get ripped piece to oh, okay. ripped to shreds yeah. and as it explodes around him he's just like sitting there and then like as this ball of flames erupts uh-huh. in front of him we flash back five years earlier yeah yeah I wouldn't do that though that, no. that, that would you'd be telegraphing the end sure it could be cool 
in any case. Uh, what any, do we have any more? News? We do have more news. Um, this new story is from Okaloosa County, Florida. Uh, this happened over the uh, the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, deputies received reports of a loud explosion in the area, and they found a 2002 Chevy Silverado fully engulfed in flames. Uh, when authorities arrived on scene, 28-year-old Kevin Murphy immediately admitted to starting the fire to his own truck. Uh-huh. Uh, he was arrested, and they found uh, a glass pipe used to smoke methamphetamine <laughs> and a folded-up dollar bill in his pocket with traces of meth on it. He said he, quote, wanted s- <laughs> he wanted something for the sheriff's office to do and wanted to give himself an early Christmas present. So he set his truck on fire. <laughs> so he did meth. And <laughs> he was like, I mean, I, you know, I really, I really the, wish those sheriff's officers would get off their lazy asses. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I'm going to set my truck on fire. Wow. wow. To, yeah, to quote, give them something to do. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. There was a, in, in the uh, Discord for the, for the Road Rage Tampa, they were posting, uh, there was a news story. Video shows large crowds gathered in Ybor City on New Year's Eve. Many people seen in the video were not wearing masks or social distancing. Like, uh, those were, Ybor City was where the yeah. show was. Like, yeah, because uh, all that shit's for fags. The only way, so masks. And also, the, didn't the governor was like, hey, no masks. He uh, there, there's there's no um, enforcement. There's no enforcement. Yeah. yeah, the cities and whatever can can be like, yeah, we we uh, require masks. Like, yeah, but uh, you can't take me to jail for it or find me. <laughs> so you can suck on my dick. I was I said uh, master for fags, and the only way you could be more of a fag is if if you are riding a scooter while blowing a guy riding a bicycle while you're both wearing masks. Yep, that's uh. <laughs> It's up there. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, well, we got one last news story, and uh, this was a doozy because some brave Italian Americans have released um, photos of the COVID nineteen five G chip diagram. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, I say Italian Americans. Actually, they're actually Italians, but they're Italian. They're they're now honorary Americans uh-huh. for being so brave. Um. What's it? What's it look like? The five G COVID chip. It looks like this. So it's, it's got a bunch of diodes. It's got some. Uh, let's see. Here's here's the name of the. It's got some. Um, let's see. Uh, op amps. One N four one four eight diodes. Um, also, something called MT two gain and foot switch. Because of course it's, it's just a wiring diagram for a pedal. It's a wiring diagram for the Boss MT2 Metal Zone. The only <sighs> thing this COVID 5G chip will get rid of is your good tone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, just yeah. make a just make a new wiring diagram. Like it's not hard. There are tools online to make wiring diagrams that make it super simple. Or, I mean, I'd say find something that's very obscure, but yeah. you're never going to find something. There's this always is, some this, autist who'd be like... This is the Boss Metal Zone, one of the most lauded guitar pedals of all time. 
The only thing you could have done worse would be like a, I like an Ibanez TS8 or a like a a, uh, a Crybaby Wah. I mean, you could just go get like a generic pedal. Yeah, diagram. Go get it from Amazon. Have you, have you seen the kits where you uh, build your own pedals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. You, sold, you solder all sure. your shit together. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, it's a pre-done deal. But they, they uh, I looked at some of those, and it, the wiring diagrams are on those listings. And that's much, I don't know, much less likely someone would recognize. I don't but, know. But yeah, but it's, it's going to be like, you know, some obscure Chinese factory wiring diagram. Yeah. That will clearly not look like... <laughs> Have you seen these twenty dollars? Speaking of pedals, have you seen these twenty dollars uh, Amazon Basics? And there's another couple of brands that make these like dirt cheap pedals. Oh yeah, the tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently they don't some sound of, half some bad. Some of them aren't. Are, yeah, aren't yeah, too bad. Cuck, I think, is one. K U U K or something like that. Cook, maybe. Uh, maybe. Cuck, <laughs> yeah, they're all. They're the same. They're all. They're all. I think they're just. Um, they're the same. No, it's Nuck. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's all the same Chinese just rebranded board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the, the the but they are the tiny ones, like the yeah. half size ones, which you know. And, that, and that you appears. can and they they're all they all do the smart thing where the plugs are offset. Yes, so you can get the offset um, adapters with that's all Small. one solid yep. piece and just jam them right next to each other as yep. opposed to having to have the the wires. And- yeah, even I mean, even like a six inch wire or a three inch wire is a pain in the ass. Yep. Um, so. because, um, they don't make like right, they don't make right angle, uh, quarter inch jacks that are like a decent size. Yeah. They all stick out too much, like, too much. Really? I think the solution would be to put, instead of putting the inputs and outputs on the sides, put them in the top. Some pedals have them in the top. Some have, some do. Uh, and that way you can, you can get like straight ones. You don't need right angle ones. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just get like big U's that'll plug in Mm -hmm. and then just, you know, loop, 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 loop. They'll never do it. Well, uh, this is less of a news story. And I just kind of want to bring this up because we didn't talk about the Nashville bomber on last week's episode. No. Um, you mean uh, the 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 federal government trying to destroy evidence of them hacking the election? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I love that they caught him so fast. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Here's the thing, though. Um, they caught him. They caught him in in they they solved that bombing in three days. Yeah. On a holiday weekend. Yes. It happened on Christmas Day. Yeah, and they had it. It was solved by midday on uh-huh. Sunday. Absolutely unbelievable. Can't figure out what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. Nope. Can't uh, show any evidence of the Las Vegas shooting. Nope. But we can solve this one in in yeah, yeah, two yeah. two and a half days. And now it's n- not even news anymore. Not no, no, even no. news anymore. I was surprised that I found this. I was like, oh yeah, that did happen. And so this is a news story from Nashville um, about a friend of the bombers mm-hmm. uh, getting a package um, from him. Uh, like either the day before or the same day of the bombing. Apparently he mailed similar packages to other individuals, but this is from this one person. Um, would it, would you be surprised if uh, this is how the letter, the, the letter was supposedly worded. There was a letter and other stuff. It was letter. And I think flash drives, mm-hmm. uh, not, it was a nine page. It can't contain at least nine typed pages and two Samsung thumb drives. This is how the cover letter starts. Hey, dude. This old guy calls this other person dude, by the way. Hey, dude. That's weird. You will never believe what I found in the park. Uh The knowledge I have gained is immeasurable. 
I now understand everything. And I mean everything from who slash what we really are to what the known universe really is. It was signed by Julio, which they say is uh, a name that his his friends say he often used when sending them emails. uh uh Also, his dog was named Julio. Uh, The letter urged the friend to watch some internet videos he included on the thumb drives. On another page, he wrote about now, this is the part that I, I think you will find surprising. 9-11 conspiracy theories ending with the statement, the moon landing and 9-11 have so many anomalies, they are hard to count. Uh-huh. Uh, you might find, you might find the, the next bit of this shocking also. He later in, in the letter uh, wrote that September 2011 was supposed to be the end game for the planet because that is when he believed that aliens and UFOs began launching attacks on earth and that the media was covering up those attacks. Uh, he then writes about reptilian and lizard people that he believed controlled the earth and t- had tweaked human DNA. They put a switch into the human brain so they could walk among us and appear human. So they're really trying to make this guy seem like he was a nut job. Uh, while the writings cover a variety of theories, bizarre theories, he never mentions AT&T or anything else that appears to suggest a motive for the bombing. bombing? Yeah. It's yeah. Cause the federal government did it. Uh, apparently he writes extensively about perception and quote, everything is an illusion and there is no such thing as death. Yeah. That, that doesn't seem at all like something that would be, um, I mean, it takes all the boxes. Y- yeah. Some some interns like yeah, reptile we, we people gotta, in charge of the government. We got to frame this guy. Why don't you write up a nine inside page, job? Uh, aliens. Put some. Find some of the. Go into the archives and find some of those weird militia videos. Put them on a flash drive <laughs> and then uh, take it down to the mailroom and have him postmark it before he died. Yeah. Send it to this guy's friend. Yeah. <clears throat> Just a, a bunch of. Them. We'll send out a bunch of. Them. Maybe someone will go to the media. <laughs> That's the thing, right? Like. You remember Chris Dorner, the guy? Yes, that, the guy with the manifesto. That yeah, uh, did he shoot up a mail office? Or no, something? no, he no. shot. He shot uh, the cops. chief of police's yes, that's right. son and his girlfriend. Yes, and a couple other cops. Yeah, he, he was it, a former cop. He was a former cop. That's right. And and do you remember how, like that that situation started at nine in the morning or something? It started early in the dawn of the of a day, right? Okay. And everyone was talking. They were talking about it on the internet. And then the manifesto was found probably about like lunchtime. Uh-huh. And I think by that afternoon, he was on the run. And within a couple of days, they had cornered him in that house in the mountains. Which, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was a wildfire coming. It was it was a it was a perfect movie, <laughs> uh, movie script. Yeah. Um, but anyway, his manifesto was all about how the cops had wronged him and all of the corruption inside the department. And this is the only way he knew to fight back. And he was a man who was pushed through his, his limits yeah, and all that stuff. And then, and so the manifesto completely fit the, the motive, his yeah, explain yeah, the yeah. motives yep. for his actions. Cause that's what a manifesto does. Yeah. Yeah. Versus this, this is why I'm going to do this, this fucked up shit. <laughs> this, uh, this doesn't address any of it. Right. Yeah. Like I want a manifesto. I would believe a manifesto from this guy, right? That was like AT&T uh is using the 5G to spread the corona so yeah, they yeah, can raise yeah. our bills. Uh-huh. And they need to be destroyed. Their their te- their infrastructure needs to be destroyed, but I don't want to hurt anybody because loss of life is and like the weird justification for yep. destruction but not uh-huh. murder. 
I need to see that manifesto. Yeah. Otherwise, I will never believe this. Like this just sounds like uh, his monthly email newsletter to his friends. <laughs> yeah. Right. It just sounds like he listened to he got high and listened to Alex Jones and was like, <laughs> "Hey, man, like, what if like the lizard people, man?" Which either which either means that uh, he didn't do it, uh, and this is all a setup. Yeah. Or, um, he didn't plan to die in the explosion. In the explosion. Nah, still, you'd still write it down, right? You would write your manifesto, but you wouldn't. But you, but the manifesto, it wouldn't be what what this guy got sent. No, no, because this sounds like his monthly newsletter. Is but, what I'm saying. But the, uh, there would be it would be in the thing like on his computer they found some of his writings where he talked about why AT and T needed to be destroyed. Sure, yeah, that would be a headline. Yes, I don't know why they didn't write that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, it, it seems like in a movie, right? Um, like Mission Impossible. Yeah. Where uh, they, it's like Mission Impossible Fallout. You remember Mission Impossible Fallout? Yeah, I watched it last weekend. My brother hadn't seen any of the ones after three. Oh, wow, he's missing out. Yeah. Fallout and Ghost Protocol. Or is it Rogue Nation? Ghost Protocol is the fourth one. Then it's... That was the Russian one. With yeah. The and- Ghost Protocol, uh... Rogue Nation, Rogue Nation and and uh, Fallout, they all have this thing where they do their plan, yeah, and then there's a failure point. Sure, you know, in in uh, Fallout, for instance, they they're gonna give scrambled codes to the the one guy. Yes, um, but then he brings along someone who can verify the codes, uh-huh. so they have to give him the real codes yes. and try and catch him, and of course he gets away. And it's escalating tensions, and it's learning things. Uh, that's Rogue Nation. Anyway, it seems like... And so then, then the next thing they have to do is a bigger thing. Yes. Right? It seems like they tried to stop the election fraud data from getting out, uh-huh. and then they're like, we gotta do something we'll just fucking blow up the relay station. <laughs> and so they blew up the relay station to hide, to co- stop the download. Uh-huh. And now Biden will be sworn in as president and we'll have a second revolutionary war. 1776 will commence again. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> anyway, this has been the Data News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week. I know it doesn't take care of what? Uh, buying guns and gold for our our resistance army here at here's hw actually it doesn't pay for funeral expenses for buck who is going to get killed you really like okay okay let's let's really let's look at it at right um no matter which way this goes antifa riots Mm. yeah think about it man it's like a lakers game i the lakers lose the fans burn down LA. The Lakers win, the fans burn down LA. Either it's a big celebration and they want to they want to punish the the quote magats that are right there. Yeah. Uh, to so like this is the new world order. You're a slave now. Uh-huh. Or conversely, they get blown the fuck out. They're so they have the meltdown of meltdowns and then they take it out on the people that are right there and we get race war too. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. But it's a race war, but there's only white people fighting. Yes. It's yeah. going to be very, very yes. weird. <laughs> uh, 
and half of them are racist, and those people are calling the other half racist uh-huh. because they disagree with them politically yeah. and wear red hats. Antifa's the racist is what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes. Uh, so let's say there's there's a thrust from Antifa, there's an initial thrust, and the the patriots have to retreat. You think Buck's going to be in the front of that pack running? <laughs> I think he's going to be in the back of that pack running. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to single him out, and he's going to get murdered. Now, I don't know how I don't know how about Jay. Jay may be more physically uh-huh. But uh, there's also there's a bunch of dickheads that are saying they're going. I'd like to go, but I'd like to go, like, stand on a hill and yes, watch through yeah, a telescope. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And write down my notes. Uh-huh. Write the second Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> uh maybe one that doesn't sound like a fucking funeral dirge. (laughs) The why is America the beautiful, not our national anthem? I don't know. Much better song. Yeah. Yeah. It's about the country, Uh right? Not the flag. Yeah. All right. Much, much better, better song. Anyway. Uh, So yeah, he's going to die. Someone's going to have to pay for this. It's going to be us. So, Donate more money. I'm trying to really play on the guilt. Yes. And then people will be like, oh, I feel sad. I'll send money. Anyway, uh, swing over. If you want to help with that, you can swing over to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw some of the random bits and bobs we do before and afters of movies. Uh, special movie commentary sometimes, maybe a catch-up on games, game reviews. Uh, then we have our $5 tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great, like Buck saying that he likes being a dick to his kids. <laughs> uh, then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit films, you vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and record a feature-length commentary. Last month we did... It was the Battle Royale, and we did Batman 66. Batman. And we're going to need to do one this month. I'm curious to see what will we'll, what will come out of that. I know what we're doing next month. What? Good Burger. No. Good the, Burger did not win. It's it's off the list. Uh, we're, we're doing a commentary on it's Good Burger. Off. It's coming out on Blu-ray finally. The list. February. Speaking of Blu-ray, you know what I saw on 4K Blu-ray? What? Totally calm. We're calling everything timely. That's, that's right. I saw some... I, apparently it's not a not great, a good no. uh, um, it's not a great 4k yeah I'm glad uh, I didn't there's buy some it, weird color stuff i believe so i think i i think i figured out the color thing grain stuff um i think they used to blue tint film to compensate for the warmer tint lamps you think so yeah and now that we have pure white on our tvs yeah. and screens the blue tint comes through. Huh. And that's why all these movies are now blue shifted. So what they need to do is they need to yellow shift them uh-huh. to try and compensate, compensate that. for that. And they're not doing that anymore. Anyway. Uh, and then we have our $50 tier for our spite producers who get to have a say in the show. They can suggest uh, their own special specific movie commentaries. They can suggest their own, uh, guests or issues they want to hear they can ask for things uh for us to talk about anything they want basically they can request it and we'll do our best to fulfill it um someone wants a commentary of the movie soldier kurt russell, oh, kurt russell. Yeah. i don't think i've ever seen that oh it's great yeah yeah 
Uh, but it's a it's a Kurt Russell movie. It's I think someone else wants a, a commentary of Doctor Strangelove. So enjoy yeah, right. doing that by yourself. <laughs> you don't like Doctor Strangelove? I don't like Kurt uh, Kurt Douglas. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> I don't like God Stanley Kubrick. Right uh, the two could not be more different. Yeah. Well, um, they're both old. Sure. They're both obnoxious. Have you have you not have you, have you not seen Doctor Strange Love? No, but I know about it. Okay. Like I know the memes and I know how it was made. Okay. To me, the more fascinating thing about Doctor Strange Love is not seeing the movie; it's knowing how it was made. Okay. Because for so Doctor Strange Love is a farce. Yes. But they got a bunch of serious actors to do it. Yes. So what Stanley Kubrick did was he had them all do practice takes uh-huh. where. They did everything silly. Silly. Yeah. The only people that knew, I think, was Peter Sellers. Yes, he definitely knew. He was he was in on the joke because he plays like three, three characters. characters. Yeah, and he was supposed to play like four or five. I think. Yeah, yeah. and I think there. I think he might be the only one. But anyway, so they would do these these rehearsal takes just to kind of get it out of your system. Yep. And the whole movie is edited like that. But yes. then they did serious takes to lead the con uh-huh. into these these people. Yeah. And so, what I want—I don't want to see Doctor Strange You want to see the other? I cut. want to see the serious cut because uh-huh. I'm wondering, like, did Peter Sellers play it straight for those parts? I, I think with the parts where he's got other people, the uh, the, other, the other serious people with him, I think so. Yeah, yeah, all the war room shots. Yeah, because huh. he's like the president and a cowboy and. I I don't I don't know all his roles. But. He's a British officer and um, is that a, 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 a what? Lionel Mandrake is his name in that movie. Room, <laughs> a room. Yes, that is what I said. He's a a, uh, a not a former Nazi science officer. Yeah. And in any case, yeah. I guess we got to watch that. But uh, let's get back into some issues. And I have the final issue for this week. Here's what I don't get. Moving out, not the same as moving. <laughs> no. Uh, I I think a lot of people have been there, right? It, the time comes where like, you get kicked out of your parents' house or maybe you break up with your, your girlfriend or your husband or whatever, and you got you to gotta just move out. Or, you know, you come on financial hard times and you're just moving out. You're not moving. No. Because moving, you're, you're moving. You're always moving somewhere better, usually, when you usually. move. Usually. You know, maybe a better side of town. Maybe a bigger place. Maybe a smaller place. Maybe a smaller place, but it's closer to work. Yeah. And it's going to be more less. All these things are going to be less expensive. But there, in some way, there is a, a positive aspect of this move. Yes. Right. But moving out, there's <laughs> not a positive aspect. No. And you end up in this uh, like state of constant anxiety of. Because the thing is, usually when you move. You buy new stuff. Right? Yes. Yeah, like I moved into this house and it's now bigger than my old place and I now have room for more shelves. So I'm going to uh-huh. buy more shelves. Yeah. I'm going to spend money on these shelves, right? But you move out. It's like, I've got all these shelves. <laughs> I know where to put them. What am I going to do with all these fucking shelves? And you just, you go like, oh, well, I could sell them. Or are they worth? Are they worth anything? I could, I can move them and try and store them. And you got your stuff. That was the thing that I, when I moved back to Tulsa for the first time in like six years, I got all of my shit under one roof. Yes. I had 
because I had stuff stored at my parents' houses. I had stuff in North Carolina. I had stuff in Tulsa. And I finally, I got the stuff from North Carolina. I got the stuff in my parents' houses and I had everything. And I was able to go like, oh, a lot of this is garbage. <laughs> and, and I, I mean, I threw away a ton of stuff when yeah. I moved back to Tulsa. And I threw away a ton of stuff the last time I moved. And I threw away a ton of stuff this time when I moved. But this time it was less like, I'm throwing this away because I don't need it anymore. And more like, I'm throwing this away because I have nowhere to put any of my stuff anymore. <laughs> and I've, that's the only way to solve this problem. Yeah. And you're you're running up against this clock, this like that's, constant that's ticking clock. You got to be out by the first, and you start out with these all these grand plans of okay, I'm gonna make sure this stuff's sorted, and I'm gonna pack clean dishes and not dirty dishes, and then you end up packing dirty dishes and just washing them in the dishwasher, um, <laughs> and and. It's it's miserable. It's a miserable experience. As as awful as moving in July was. Yeah. Um this was worse. This was way worse. It's a sad move. It was. Right? Yeah. And it was it, the last night, the last thing I was doing, I was like cleaning again the last few little things and I got the car full and I'm like, "Fuck, I have no room for the cat or the cat's tree or the cat's food or the vacuum cleaner." And ah, this is actually one of my favorite stories of moving. Uh, so I just like, fuck it. I'll take this load and just throw it in the garage and not stack anything neatly yeah. and not have anything sorted. And then I'll go back and I'll get the cat and the last couple of things and I'll clean a little bit more. So I go back and I vacuum the last bit of the house needs to be vacuumed. Yeah. And then I vacuumed the, the, the studio. Uh -huh. And then I walked out of the studio and was like, I don't want this vacuum anymore. So I just wheeled it all the way down to the curb. <laughs> Set it there. And then the where next people put the uh, car seats. No, the car seats are in the lot. We're in the lot next gotcha, to me. This gotcha. is in this front is of your, my curb, house. your yeah. curb. Yeah. So I then drove back by the next day. Cause I had one more thing I need to pick up. Vacuum's gone. Nice. <laughs> Someone took it. It wasn't a bad vacuum, No, but I had had it. I'd had it for, I had had it since 2012, I uh -huh. think at the, at the, the least. And I'm pretty sure my parents bought it in like 2001. It was a 20 year old vacuum yeah. and it was, it was belt driven and it had bags and HEPA filters and shit. Uh -huh. And it always fucking smelled weird when you change the filter. And well, I don't know that's, why. I mean, it's, it's the, it's the vacuum bag smell. I hate it. Uh, and so I knew the bag was full. And I thought, and I didn't have any bags. I did have filters left yeah. over, but I didn't have any bags. And I so you just threw it out. The last time I moved, um, I think when I moved to Tulsa, I changed the filters and the bag and the belts and like yeah. gave it a good overhaul. And you know, so it had two or three years of working really well, and now it's totally full again. And I was just like, not my fucking problem anymore. <laughs> this is not going to be my problem any longer. And. It felt good. Felt good, man. See, yeah, I, I assumed that would that that would feel good. But it's pouring rain, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> tracking in mud, and I'm yeah. trying to get the last couple things in the car, and I'm trying to keep the cat from running outside. And then, like, the last thing I gotta pick him up and get him in the car, and it is just fucking pissing rain, and I am soaked. And then the cat's wet, and we get in the car, and I was just, just uh, so defeated, so completely defeated uh, by that move, and I just. There's no redeeming qualities of of having to move like that. Nope. Um, 
even the catharsis of like getting rid of because there's a there's a catharsis yes that happens when you're like why did i keep this yeah there's no earthly reason why i should have this i had this box of all this stuff my ex-girlfriend gave me and i was like i'm just gonna throw this away and i threw it away and i didn't even get the the there was i didn't get you didn't get that yeah, yeah from from even that and uh yeah, just just like what a fucking kick in the nuts, and the whole the whole experience is a kick in the nuts, and and it happens, you know. Sometimes it's like the move out is you get kicked out of your parents' house and you have nothing. I mean, yeah. you yeah. and so you get you go to Walmart and you buy an air mattress and you sleep on an air mattress in a friend's floor for a couple of weeks until you're able to figure something out, or uh, you know, you you find out your wife cheated on you and. She she gets to keep the house. And she gets to keep the house and you're trying to sell the bookshelves and this weird guy comes over and you you know, he ends up getting crushed by the bookshelf and then you just lose your mind and destroy the whole house. <laughs> and uh you who, know who has a oh, Bill Burr has that bit where it's there's no there's no reason to hit a woman. Yeah. He's like he has that bit where he's like you uh you work you work you work hard, you provide for her, you buy her a nice house, you move into that house, uh, you give her everything she wants, and you come home in the middle of the day, she's fucking the neighbor. And she yeah. says, I want a divorce. And I'm and, keeping the house. And she's, she gets the house. And you're telling me there's no reason to hit a woman. Any reason why you'd hit a man is a good reason to hit a woman. Yeah. Women just have this, uh, this uh, thing in their mind where they are immune to the repercussions of their actions, yeah. which is why they're such intolerable cunts. <laughs> you don't, you don't see other than like really drunk dudes. You don't see dudes in the, in like in the store, just bitching at someone for, from, for some random shit because a Not man, usually, yeah. a man understands another man might hit him. Yes. Especially one that's bigger than him. Uh-huh. But you'll see women fucking spout off. You see all these fucking Karens posting videos of them the, lecturing I, other women about with the masks. wearing masks and stuff. How it's often like, is that a dude? It's, ne- it's never a dude. <laughs> it's never a dude telling another dude this. because. Yeah. But it's always a woman because the woman's like, he can't hit me. I'm a woman. You get in my face, I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> I don't give a shit about your genitals. That's equality. <laughs> Welcome to 2020, bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah the move out The move out really sucks. It, and... You know, I'd say I'd say the like the breakup divorce move out is probably the worst probably. move out. But uh it doesn't make me feel any better about it. It's yeah, it's just a bummer, man. It'd be nice, it'd be nice if everything like work out to where when you move you're it's always up. Always up. But it's not always up. Or at least up. or at least side sideways. Yeah. Yeah. You know the worst part though? What? The absolutely worst part, Billy Joel. I love that song. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who needs a house out in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money? Yeah. Yeah. Something about a heart attack. Hack, 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 hack. Well, yeah. Yeah. Training in a Chevy for a Cadillac. Hack, yes. Hack, 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 yes. Hack. Yeah. It's working too hard. We'll give you a heart attack. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. It's a bummer. But it's all done now. It happened. It happened. Yeah, it's over. Two trash cans full of stuff, including a microwave that that was uh, in a lot worse condition when it <laughs> left the house than when it arrived. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a great video. Yeah, are you gonna release that? No, no, <laughs> no, no. We'll, we'll just say we have 
video audio yeah. footage yeah. of uh of w- would you say that was the lowest point? That was probably my lowest point. Yeah. Or at least most frustrated. No, that was probably no, the lowest, lowest point. point. Yeah. And uh, it's a pretty good video. It is. It <laughs> is. Uh, I bought a new teapot yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was one it was funny cuz that we, was the sound in that video. Yes, was that was the, the sound. It's funny I was uh when we were moving stuff uh, the last time I was helping you move stuff, I'm walking out the door and I see glass on the floor and I, and I hadn't put the two and two together, even though you'd already shown me the video yeah. and I had seen the microwave and everything. And so I checked the, the, um, the door. I was like, is there like a crack in the door or something? Like I, I thought maybe we, we, when we were moving something, we had oh, like chipped hit, it, hit yeah. it and chipped it. And I was like, and then like I was coming back in, I was like, Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would have sucked to if one, we broken one of those windows inadvertently. Yeah. So, and it's it wouldn't have been our fault because that house has such tiny doors. Yeah, it really did. Uh, and uh, I mean, there was like the what was it? One of the chairs had to be taken in and out of the front door because it would not fit through any yes. of the doors. <laughs> Any of the other doors to get out to, so it had to go out the front door and around the house, which was very annoying. Right. Yeah, but it it all it all made it, uh, and now my project is to go through these boxes and figure out like what need, what can be used in the house for things yes. and what can be, uh, you know, set aside, yeah. and stored, and then of course, because I plan to move out at some point. Uh-huh. Uh, I've got to save all these boxes because I didn't save any boxes for my last move. Yeah, I get. I gave them all to Truck and Tuckin, who left them in the bed of his truck, and then, and it, then rained, it rained, and yeah. then they were ruined. <laughs> and he's like, "Man, I really wish I hadn't done that. You could have had all those boxes back." I said, "Yeah, I wish you hadn't done that too." <laughs> so I got some boxes from you, and I got some random boxes on Craigslist. But at the end, I was running out of boxes. Really? Yeah. Um, and part of it's like poor packing, and part of it was uh, just. The other thing was I had didn't have any good sizes of boxes. Yeah. And I didn't have money to be able to go to U-Haul or Lowe's or Home Depot or you know one of the hun- like- half-price boxes. They're about a billion places where you can just buy free buy boxes to move. And I I see those places and then, then they go, "We buy boxes back." Yeah, they buy them back at half of what you paid. So you better know how many boxes you yeah. need. Yeah. Uh so I you know I see all those places advertised, but you can just go on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. Free boxes. Any day of the week, free boxes. There are free boxes on listed today. And I thought <laughs> I truly thought about going over and getting some. And as I repack stuff to, you know, okay, this I'm gonna store this. I'm gonna bring the pots and pans in because you never have enough pots and pans. Yep. Especially mine are the the, the super non-stick. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um Plates, glasses, silverware, you know, the more you have, the less you have to sometimes, sometimes, uh, oh, you know, you do family doesn't use a dishwasher. That's right. But there were times like when I lived at the apartment by myself where I would run the dishwasher and it would just be like 11 plates and then 11 forks. Yeah. But I needed new, I needed those clean and you know, there'd be a cup. (laughs) I use this. I usually use the same plastic cup for water for about a week. Yeah. Sometimes more if I don't think about it. And so it'd be like that cup and then seven or eight plates, seven or eight forks, maybe a knife or two, maybe a spoon, yep. a couple bowls, not even close to full in the dishwasher. Yeah. And I'd just be like, I got a fucking, I need, I need a plate. Yeah. <laughs> I need a plate tonight for dinner. So I'm going to run this while I'm at work and then come home and unload and take the first plate down and start washing. I don't know how many plates I have. I think I have 
12 plates. But I ended up, I, I did that because I only had a few plates and then I bought, I just bought a bunch of plates so that I could have a full dishwasher <laughs> load of plates before I had to wash them again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it would drive me crazy. I think I had four plates for a while. And so I would, you know, that's three meals. So if I'm home all yeah, day, yeah. if I'm home all day for two days, that's all my plates. Yeah, that's and I got I got to wash them. I'm not yeah. gonna fucking wash them by hand, <laughs> dude. My glasses that came out of the dishwasher are fucking. Look at these glasses. Those are those are not brand new glasses. They're fucking sparkling. <laughs> they are. They're the the the, the uh, what is it? The rinse aid that's in dishwashers. Uh-huh. It is so. It's completely worth it. Like, wow. Not that, not that my dishes were ever dirty. Yeah. Right. But they don't, they get the water marks on them. Yeah. From yeah, yeah. When yeah. you, cause I, you know, I'd wash them by hand and put them in a rack. Yeah. And they were clean, but they weren't sparkling, sparkling clean. Yeah. I, this is literally sparkling. I wish we could take a, you know, had video for this, but, you know, side by side, this is one that I washed by hand at the old place. And it's not, it's not, so much dirtier, yeah. But there's just enough of a haze uh-huh. that you go, oh, that's sparkling clean. Uh-huh. That is not. Yeah. It almost makes me want to run all these other glasses through the dishwasher <laughs> so they match. Ah, <laughs> uh, moving out. Trading in my Chevy for a Cadillac. Anthony works at the grocery store, saving his pennies for someday. Mama Leone left a note on the door. She says, Sonny, move out to the country. Yeah, cause working too hard can give you a heart attack. I, 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 you ought to know by now. Yeah, what a great what a great song. Uh what a miserable experience. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I'm glad the thing is it doesn't even feel like it's over because I've You still got stuff to do. None of my clothes are hung up. I started doing laundry. I missed my I already missed my washer and dryer. I uh I think I fucked up and put. I have a, I have a pair of jeans that I've washed, I think once since I bought them a couple yeah. of years ago. I don't wear them that often, and I I heard that you're not supposed to wash denim a lot. Yeah. So I just like stopped washing them. Well, I washed them. They got mixed in with my other pants that were dirty, and I washed them. And these pants came out, and you can't tell, but there are big streaks on them where the denim dye rubbed off on probably oh, blue? all the clothes. It, oh, it looks no. like a gray smudge. All over oh, the legs of these jeans because no. I'm wearing like a they're a khaki jeans. It's yeah, because you don't wear them often. Bad. Yeah, the, like they're still they've still got that freshness of yeah, the dye to I, them. I fucked that up real bad. I should have paid more attention, but I didn't, and now I paid the price. Yep. Anyway, do you have anything you want to say about moving out? Uh, there are better Billy Joel songs. Yeah. Uh, like what? Scenes from Italian restaurant. Scenes from Italian restaurant, of course. Uh, uh, we didn't start the fire. Just the way you are. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> is a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, uh, no, everyone's favorite Billy Joel song is uh, "You May Be Right." Phil yeah. Woods on saxophone on that. That whole album is actually Phil Woods on saxophone. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of the greatest saxophone players of all time. Yeah. Well, now to play you out the sweet, dulcet tones of Billy Joel. No, not really. Uh, yeah. Well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burke. I'm Tim the Handle Breaker. And if Buck were here, he'd say, I'm Uncle Buck.
then I would say, see you next week. If you want to call in the Who's Good Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can leave us a voicemail on the Discord in the voicemail upload channel, which has been completely cleared out for your cancel culture pleasure. I believe this is a Dead Helm voicemail. I have the computer again. It's great. I can yeah. keep track of time now. <laughs> the, the episode's really ballooning when I had no idea how long we've been going on an issue. Yeah. Uh, but it's 32 seconds long. So oh, is that is that stuff still in effect? The He's got his seven seconds back, so he has 30 seconds. So I can start it at one, two, or three seconds. I mean, I think three. Because yeah. the first three seconds will be, hey, it's dead helm. That's, that's, that is a very fair of you. <laughs> I went to go get gas in my mom's car and also get dinner at some nice Italian place. Turns out they're standing against Governor Faggot Newsom, and uh, there's some dude that looks. I the transcript. The transcript just cut the word faggot out of there. <laughs> Didn't even give the asterisk. No, no, just says Gavin Newsom. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Swear to God, he looks like Tab. And I was wondering what the fuck Tab was doing in the middle of Central California. But uh, I get that all the time. Basically, <laughs> uh, you know, basically, uh, rhetoric without the whole political violence stuff. It was kind of cool. I, you know, my political violence that would have been way cooler. Go fuck yourself. I, I uh, so at Tampa, you know, Ralph, Ethan, Ralph, and I look alike. Uh-huh. Well, and and uh, there's there's a you saw the guy who looks just like me flying helicopters in yes. that one video oh, that man. still freaks me out. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that in a while. I need to watch it again. Then, uh. then um, anyway, uh, there's a, there's a couple other people that that think people look like me. Well, so there's the guy from Jeopardy that kind of looks like you. Uh, yeah. So post post Tampa, I was at this, I was at the after party with some of the people uh-huh. and Danny Polish Chuck of the boys cast who opened the show. Yeah. Uh, his girlfriend was there and she goes, you look like a friend of mine. And I go, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls up this, this photo of a guy on her phone. And I was like, yeah, I, I look like that guy. <laughs> that guy with the beard. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> solves it. Yeah. Uh, well, we got his whole, we got his whole voicemail in. Cause you, you cut off just the bad parts. <laughs> well, let me see about, let me see. Is there, is there anything in the voicemail upload? Ah, how convenient. There's not. I'm not going to log into Discord. Fuck you, Discord. You fucking cunts with your stupid, kitschy bullshit. Got one here from Unknown. Hello, Tab. President of Lego here, and this is how I talk. <laughs> it has been brought to our attention that in the latest episode of your streaming audio program, you said many disparaging things about Lego. Man children like you are the cornerstone of our company, so it's very disheartening to hear that this has occurred. So, for the best for both of us, Please report to the nearest Legoland re-education center so that we can get you back on the brick as soon as possible. What did I say to Spiritual about Lego last I week? Know. I don't remember. Uh, was I talking about their instructions? 
Someone was talking about there. They were talking about the instructions on the Discord. The new Mario sets don't have any instructions. No paper instructions. You got to fucking download That's an app. Dumb as shit. But you already have to download an app to make the fucking thing work. Uh, Lego has been trying to launch an app since I think like 2012, and they all suck. Every fucking one of them sucks. They made one for Technic that had the instructions, and you could like spin the models around. Uh-huh. And it was neat, but that was it. And they didn't do it for anything other than Technic. And then they did one. They did one that was a game where you built stuff in the real world, and then you snap photos of it, yep. and then you played it used to play inside the game. Uh, and nobody. And there were there were like three different games you could buy, so three different sets, and they were overpriced sets, being that you had to also then have a a phone a to phone. make them play. Yeah, and that sucked. Uh, they did. They did this new. They did one called the hidden side i think it was called hidden side a couple years ago where they were all like vaguely monster mash-esque and again using the app you could like see things inside of the whatever there's a piano that you use an app to play piano sounds out of the piano it's all so goofy just stop just stop the only thing the only thing anybody wants from a lego app is an instruction manual that gives you like better step-by-step instructions yeah like here's here's the piece going in but even then even then we still just want the paper one yes (laughs) uh yeah idiots i i my lego is all in storage all of it there was there was an obscene amount yeah we filled an entire van full of lego yeah and there was still more to go awesome it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, right? It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh I saved I saved uh the Iron Man Hall of Armor cuz it has a lighting kit installed in it and I didn't want to disassemble it and then have to keep the yeah. lighting kit safe. And that's the same reason why I kept the 1967 Mustang and the James Bond Aston Martin DB5. But also those are fairly e- at least the cars are fairly easy to travel yeah, to to travel and then i kept uh i kept the spaceship that i've been working on off and on for uh like two decades so no one has meaning yeah yeah and i also i kept the 66 batmobile from the lego bat cave but i disassembled everything else oh and i kept the i kept the enterprise Yes, because yes. uh, you don't want to. I don't want to disassemble. But it also, ever. it's it's not Lego. It's not Lego. It's Mega Blocks, and that's exactly why I don't want to disassemble it. Because yeah. it was they have all these pieces, and I brought it in. It was in one of our test episodes. I brought in Lego as a do get. Uh-huh. Uh But I brought in Lego as a do get because building that Mega Blocks thing, I finally understood why Lego is why, and I always knew like Lego has this shininess and Mega Blocks didn't when we were young. Yes, I could always tell a Mega Blocks piece from a Lego piece. And I systematically wiped out the Mega Blocks from my collection. Yeah, yeah. and because uh, Lego has the sheen, and Mega Blocks does not. But that's just that's just like even even as a kid, I could tell that Lego was just like when when once it was built, it was sturdier. You know, yeah. the 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 pieces were thicker, like the bricks were thicker in a good way. Yeah. They weren't so flimsy. They wouldn't bend, you know, that, under, you know, a decent amount of pressure. So the the Enterprise has, the saucer is just all these, like, really big plates. Yeah. yeah. That then plate together and stack until you have the saucer section. Uh, but a lot of those plates were so, 
they were too long for their manufacturing process, so they were bowed. So you'd get one side set, and then the other side would pop itself loose. And I don't want to go through that miserable experience. It kind of makes me glad I didn't buy the uh, Ninja Turtles Technodrome set yeah. that was that when I worked at uh, Toys R Us. Yeah, you'd be embarrassing. Uh, here's here's another one. Another voice. So I have a funny fun update for the uh, shipping company wars. So. Not to make it too complicated, but I ordered two items from two separate retailers on the same day. One shipped from Utah, coming to Southern California, so that's not too big of a journey. Uh, that was via UPS, right? The other one came from New York, and that was the United States Postal Service that shipped that. And wouldn't you know... Funny enough, the USPS, the United States Postal Service package, came before the UPS package. Wow. And I am all for UPS. I love them to death. So this is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. Uh, so they get a little bit more complicated now that, you know, the simple facts are out there. What's funny is the label for the UPS, you know, like the companies that get their shit, you order it. Sometimes it takes a day or two for them to do their shit. Yeah. The label for UPS was created a day before, or like it got registered in the system, a day before the one from USPS, the United States Postal <laughs> Service. So if I were to understand things correctly, USPS got my package later than UPS, and they were still somehow able to ship it to me faster. The government. Did a government entity with government workers was somehow able to get a package to me faster. I wonder if it went over a weekend. Then, you know, another fucking non-government organization. But the only thing I can think of is maybe it's coming from New York. They threw it on a plane and they're like, oh, we're fucking like the major hub. So maybe that's what got here, got it here faster. I don't think you guys has plans. Obviously, and then also too, the whole holiday shipping yeah, bullshit. Um, Next day air? Yeah, so. Anyways, that's a lot give you that fun update. They just have giant cannons. <laughs> no, I, my my guess is that it was Kevin Costner. What? <laughs> the postman? Mm. I don't know what that Nothing? is. Nothing? No. The movie? I know the bodyguard. <sighs> you ever seen the postman? No. Huh? No. I played postal. I didn't want to see the movie. <laughs> the uh, my only guess, my only guess is like there was a weekend in there, right? And so USPS still travels things on Sundays, and sometimes delivers on Sundays, whereas UPS does not deliver on Saturdays, nope. and they don't travel on Sundays. Nope. So if so, it'll I think they'll they still travel on Saturdays, and they have a Saturday delivery for some people, but if it's you. I, that's what I found with the comparing them between US UPS FedEx and USPS is that Friday hits and it's like, ah, we're not delivering it shit anymore. Fuck you. We we are a Monday through Friday, not eight to five delivery yeah. people, not a home delivery seven days a week people. Because yeah. you USPS doesn't deliver re, real mail on Sundays, but they do deliver packages. Yeah, because uh, real mail... Is usually not as important as a package. And 
real mail, like shit goes to every house almost every day. Yeah. Versus packages. It's like, yeah, your normal, your normal route has, you know, 500 houses and today it has 150 packages. Yeah. So you can do it in two hours instead of eight. Well, uh, we got one last one here from Crippled Jesus. Hey, Tab. Uh, it's Crippled Jesus. And I was listening to that episode last week, and I caught you talking shit about Pocket Fours, my favorite hand. <laughs> uh, I, I love Pocket Fours. I definitely try to get them in there, even if it's a lot of money. I'll just still have it all in because I love Pocket Fours. But conversely, fuck Pocket Kings. That's my issue this week. Pocket Kings, every time I have them, I go all in pre-flop. And I'm either up against an ace rag, like ace four or something, or pocket aces. And I lose every single time. (laughs) Fuck Pocket Kings. They fucking suck. We need to do a poker night again. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get a table that we can can, play poker at and then play a poker night. Uh, Yeah, that was always pissing me off when we were playing poker. It's not his problem specifically. But every time I'd have like a really good hand, Uh everybody would just fucking fold fold on on the flop. I'd be like, God damn it. I got like I got a fucking real hand here that I can play. Yeah, cause I got, I got a nine and a one somehow. <laughs> There's not even one card in this deck. No. <laughs> uh, but then, um, yeah, we would play. We would I would I would get someone betting on a hand, and they'd be like, "What do you got?" And they would have like a full house, uh-huh. threes full of tens, and I would have a full house. It was like fives full of tens, yeah. and and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, you." Didn't really have anything. Like, well, I've had enough to beat you, but every time I have something really good and nobody else apparently has shit, uh, don't go all in on the flop. No, no. You keep stringing them along. That's, that's my, that's my, uh, secret. Even if I have a really good hand, uh, a lot of times I won't, I won't raise because I'm not. So I'll check, I'll check on a flop if everyone else is going to check. But then if someone raises, I'll go ahead and match. Yeah. And then on the river, when I, it's, it's like, it's either in or out. Yes, that's when, that's I when you go pushing yeah, and saying, you push. you're either, you're either playing or you're not. Yep. And <laughs> I see, I kind of feel out how much, yeah. how much that person's willing to play. Yeah. Play or pass. That's a bummer. Cripple Jesus. Cripple Jesus calls into uh, who these podcasts a lot. And I guess it annoys people um, because I think they hate the disabled. I mean, that's Probably. the only thing I can think of yeah. as to why you would be annoyed by him calling in. I mean, Luckily, <laughs> if you, you you really want to get annoyed, let's have Andy start calling. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Carl uh, filters their their voicemails somewhat. Oh, like he li- if, if, some, of- if someone calls like fifteen times, he'll just play one, if any, of yeah. their yeah. their things. But he's probably getting a lot higher volume of uh, voicemails than we do because he has a much bigger podcast. Yes. it's great though. I, I like it a lot. I've been really enjoying it. Um, I've been kind of binging it in. Not linear fashion. I just kind of go yeah. listen to. I put a bunch of episodes in the playlist of stuff. Like, oh, that seems like it might be good. That seems like it might be good, and just add to the playlist. And then when the playlist runs out, I go download and add a bunch more to the playlist. So yeah, I don't know if I'll I like. I like what I heard of it. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's like a roast. Like he's. It is. Yeah. He's he just vicious in these podcasts, <laughs> but he says it in a 
but it's not meant. It's not always. Sometimes you can tell it's like you fucking suck and you should stop doing this. But some sometimes they review shows with like of their friends and yeah. it's kind of in fun. And he does make a lot of good points about how to make a podcast not suck, like editing your show, yeah, or not editing your show, <laughs> and understanding the balance there, yeah, uh, yeah. But I've been enjoying it. They and he's got a lot of fun co-hosts. Them. If you haven't listened to who are these podcasts, go check it out. It's it's free. It's on the internet for free. You could go listen to it right now. I don't know. Now that this episode's over. Go listen to Who Are These Podcasts episode. Or, you know, sign up and join the militia. The, what? Sign up and join the militia. What militia? Oh, you know what militia. The the freedom militia? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I do. I will say this, though. Uh, Separatist movement. <laughs> Carl, Carl and I are on two sides of a civil war uh-huh. uh, because he's a Howard Stern guy and I am a man cow guy. Ooh. So we are mortal. We need to, we are mortal enemies. And I did not know this when we met. Yeah. During see, I've watched clips of Howard Stern. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would, and and I remember seeing like, was, I think they played bits from him on Comedy Central, or yeah, they would show like cut down segments. Segments. Currently, he's not as crazy as he used to be. You know. No, because he's uh, he's one of these people. Where you get to the top of the ladder and then you kick it down below behind yes. you. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know that I, that I'm, I would call myself a fan. I wouldn't call myself a fan. Yeah. I I would I would I wouldn't piss on Howard Stern if he was on fire. But I also really hated the. I would say I, like I'm not a fan of him now. I don't find him. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Funny. But also I don't hate him. But I hated the. I hate the shock jock era ah yeah it's it's a lot like tom green and that that shock comedy stuff i really i really don't like the shock yeah comedy. i'm not a fan of it either yeah, yeah. anyway that's i'm i'm what now i'm curious if this will get played on his show because he seems to like I don't know if his fans tell him and then he plays clips of people talking about his show on his show <laughs> very funny yeah 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 anyway well that's the, if he's going to review an episode, don't review this one. It's not no, it's good. a weird. This <laughs> it's is really a weird, weird. We episode. Had Buck quit in the middle of the episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, catch you guys next week. See you.